You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Podcast. This is episode number 230 of East Adrian's favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today I'm joined by co-host uh, uh you want to be a co-host today? Co-host is inflated. Co-host Jesse Riddle. Hello. Special featured artistic guest, uh Mark Foltz. Not Mark Brim. Mark, Mark, Mark Yeah, Mark. We, we can't hear you, of- buddy. Go ahead and get Swallow uh, dude, that microphone. Like, I need you to it. put that thing in your throat. It's not getting any more in my throat than <laughs> as it is, I promise you. Uh, we, have, uh, we have video and uh, executive producer and audio producer Zach Burcham, sometimes normally co-host, but he wanted to be out of camera today. Video editor, you said? Video executive producer. Well, I, we, we can give him all kinds of titles. I don't know. Well, he's also our bar wench. <laughs> if, we need a, if we need a drink, the, the guy that's never had a beer is responsible never, for getting us drinks. If we could put him in a skirt and make him get drinks for us, I'd pay him. <laughs> And uh, and we have Betsy Mills, our patron, our friend, uh, and recently announced candidate for uh, state representative district fifty four. She the county council meeting just finished up, so Betsy's going to hang out with us for at least a little while, and uh, we're going to talk about her big announcement last night in the uh, the Hoosier gym, and uh, she's going to tell me what I what, if I what I heard is correct or if I'm dotting dancing around the interpretation of the way the night went. Uh, I'll let the audience make their own mind up as to how it went down. Uh, so that's that's the show we got lined up. It, it is a show about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hopefully you'll always learn something new. We spent a good 15 to 20 minutes doing a very embarrassing Patreon. If you uh, if you why, turn why if you turn red uh, and are, are, are sh- I don't think you can say that anymore. Either. Squirmish. I think <laughs> your, your face gets you, 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 you get flush. Yeah, if you get embarrassed, and we talked about some very, very embarrassing things for uh, for the prudes. I must have been asleep out there. Um, Somebody go join our Patreon and figure out. If see I what see what we were talking about. But it was fun. Segue. It was exciting content. I think. Uh, <laughs> like and then segue. This and then it into, give you a ton of entertainment. And then it turned into some football talk too, because Mark got really nervous. And he I said, "How real, about them Colts?" I fell asleep. That's I did fall asleep. I forgot. <laughs> you you Welcome unplugged back. your your headset at one point. You were so offended by all of it. You ripped it out so you couldn't hear anything. And <laughs> so. you sat in the corner and pouted. I remember the way it went well. And, and Daddy Jeremiah fixed it for me. I'm here to help. Big Daddy Jer. I, I hate Big Daddy Jer. You know, Betsy's going to be in the state house. Jared and you're, you're embarrassing all of us, Jesse. Uh, I was going to say, it's risky coming on the show when I want. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. You know, I, I'm kind of used to it at this yeah, point. Like, you, you just never quite know what's going to go on. We're trying it, to get those, like, you know. It's full parks and recreation, but unfortunately, you came on Crazy Ira and the Douche Night. So it's, oh, it's, it's all good. It's the douche. No, no, but <laughs> <laughs> the, I, I, we're just trying to pull some of those, like, undecided voters. That's why she's. I'm on the here one who tonight. crashed your party. I'm the one who said, hey, I got, a count, got yeah. out of council early. What's going on? So. Did you raise my taxes tonight? No. Oh, thank God. All right. I love know. it when you guys raise my taxes. All right. Yeah, not going to happen. We, uh, I hope. 
I would do just I've about anything. I've had my heart broken before. I would do just about anything to prevent that. So, um, but also I would acknowledge that the state has these billions of dollars in excess funds and they bleed us dry and it's really unfortunate. So local government, I mean, the way, yeah. the way Indiana's tax structure works, they put all the pressure on us to raise taxes. They, so at the state level, they can say, oh, we're such fiscal conservatives. I mean, it's just yeah. When we each ran for state rep or state rep, we only each ran for state, uh, not the hell did we county 2018 county council. I, I was saying that they, the state puts the gun in your hand and makes the county pull the trigger. Absolutely. Every time. That's the, that sucks. What kind that's of the way it gets designed. I think it's a revolver in the, in the, uh, yeah, it's cause you got the whole, it, you hear it crack and then you get the protesters and then, yeah, the whole, I think that's the way it works out. Nice. I will say this, your Henry County Council, there are seven fiscal conservatives who are desperate to never raise taxes. So I, I don't want to speak for my colleagues, but I, I sense this about them very strongly based on the years of budget sessions we've had together. So, Man, but I can remember a lot of times they've done it. Anyway. Well, they always be I wasn't like, there it's, yet. For, it's anyway. for EMTs and all. They do it through other means. <laughs> anyway, we have to say thank you to Christy Avery, John Phillips of Andy Moore Buick GMC. Uh, Anthony Meyer keeping uh, keeping the country fed. He's got a lot of uh, a lot of stuff to pull out of the ports to get uh, to get this country back online. And Fiddler's Green uh, Cigar Company, Chris Lamb for uh, for the support of the Patreon. Uh, if you jump on the Facebook page, there's a uh, there's a link uh, to the T-Champ store if you're watching live, or you can jump on BossHarderLiberty.com for all the merch that's out there. So I uh, I ventured out to a beautiful Knightstown, Indiana, Jesse Riddle's hometown. The last time I went for a political rally, Jesse went with me and he he stood me up. I tried. I gave him plenty of notice, and he said, "No, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to get chilly water with the big, you the gave big city me folks." A Thirty minute notice on a day that I always have something planned. <sighs> I asked you weeks before. Yeah, it was yesterday. Days. Yeah, I, that was the secondary <clears throat> ask. I had I already sent like, it week, days before. Either way, denial. I, was, I did go with you one night to a political yeah, rally. We went there, to the Ted, Ted Cruz, Cruz, the Ted Cruz basketball rig. Basketball funny rig. When you said, <laughs> I thought that was Ted Cruz. I have to, okay. I have to tell you something. So mom and I went on a walkthrough last week at the gym. She, my mom did all of the decor, all of the food. She's very particular and she's, she could be a caterer. She could be a, she's very, very good at throwing parties and she's been, well, doing she's this. a mechanic, right? No, she's a librarian, but oh. she throws a lot of parties at the Middletown <laughs> public library. Yeah. Um, my dad, my dad was a mechanic. My nice. mom is a pretty traditional person, but cool. Um, she actually, she's a trailblazer. She's one of the first managing editors of a newspaper in this country, like way back. She's nice. like got, had this incredible career anyway. Awesome. And the um, newspaper did oil changers. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. The Muncie <laughs> evening press, they, they did amazing work before they consolidated. Anyway, Knightstown last week, we're doing a walkthrough. The Indy star is there doing a story because they're, uh, this past weekend at the Hoosier gym on Saturday, they recut the movie. Yeah. Hoosiers. They recut Hoosiers and they added in a bunch of like storyline, I guess about coach, like having a girlfriend and it, it sort of changed like the tenor of the movie. Anyway, they're talking about that. They're gearing up for this story. The reporters there, photographer, all I was there for probably 45 minutes. Ted Cruz was talked about more than anything. And what a disgusting person. It's like, because oh, of the know. basketball ring, for no other reason other than he said basketball ring and he was never allowed to come back into the state of Indiana or the Hoosier gym. Like it was deeply offensive to the parties present. That gym that is hilarious. literally, it's like, it's kind of funny because like you're in the gym, which has already got its own weird history and it's, everyone's like, yeah, Gene Hackman was here. And you're like, well, cool. Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, all right, it's been like 60 years. <laughs> Nothing else has happened here except political rallies where people can't don't even know the name of a basketball hoop. 
So, oh, there's been a lot of cool community I, I, events there. Yeah, Holcomb my, had a my, heck of a kickoff two years ago. My brother graduated well, from Holcomb high school in was there. there for we, the uh, <laughs> did he go to school there? Uh, what did it, Holcomb? We have? rented it for the homeschool high that's school graduation. It was so hard to find a date to book it because they're full of teams who want to come. Oh in yeah, play. they're busy. Awesome. I'm not trying to say it's a massive. Like I didn't understand how massive of an attraction that thing is. Yeah. Um, it, someone said it either brings in like I think it's I think they said seventy thousand, but I feel like it's more than that. But anyways, because I want to do Airbnb in Knightstown. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why would you do that? I'm like, because there's nowhere to rent anything. Have you ever walked through Newcastle or driven through it? No. And Greenfield's the closest place. But it's like, if you could stay here, like that's going to, I'm sure to get, like, if it's a nice place to get right. some clientele. Yeah. But I would spend $700 a night <clears> to stay it's a funny, block I, away. But at the Hoosier Gym, I've been there like You want to go 10 times. minutes away? Uh, you can rent a room in our place. That's fine. 22 yeah. bucks a night to yeah. stay in, surely. <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> Just give me 20. Call it even. <laughs> well, there's going to be county taxes. You know uh, there will yeah. be. Uh, he, right. she, he lives in Hancock County. We're going to hook it up. That's true. He lives in Hancock County. I'll call my friends. <laughs> Just up. kidding. Just kidding. No new taxes. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> But anyways, I was just saying it's a it has a lot of draw. It's like actually, uh, I think we got a we got a survey recently. Henry County asked us like what was like the biggest attractions or Nice Town maybe it was the town of Nice Town did, and I refused to talk about the Hoosier Gym <laughs> because you didn't want to acknowledge the elephant in the proverbial room. Well, it's just like yeah, like we already know that. Quit milking it and like. Think about other things. You, you show can off do. your assets, Jesse. Like when you show off that I luxurious off beard you got all the time. Yeah. It really, I mean, and if you look at our county and you look at our county rebranding with, you know, basketball lives here, that's what our EDC and our travel and tourism is, is going towards after a lot of surveying in the past year and a half. I mean, the gym is a huge part of that draw. We have the field house, we have the, the Hall of Fame. Um, we're working on something interesting in Middletown. I'm not prepared to talk about, but a basketball draw that would be maybe record setting anyway um even if, what is a basketball draw a, a draw that like a, a tourist draw that involves oh, basketball okay. it's gotcha. early stages but it could be very very big metaphorically and accurately. probably bigger than the big tennis shoe out on three yes anyway i can't talk about that it's, <laughs> it's on my project but we're kicking around some ideas um anyway no but like it, you know, it's. I think we kind of take for granted. Sometimes. I think it's a monorail. Personally, it's, I, think, I think Middletown's monorail. getting a monorail. No, we're not. We're not doing the monorail. Um. Anyway, early stages, but it is cool that we have this this local. I think we sometimes take it for granted because it's. No, not we a, definitely do. I've never yeah. been to the Hall of Fame, and I've been to the Hoosier Gym like three times in my life, and once was to like go talk to somebody real fast. It's completely not a thing. I'm also not a sports person, mm. so it's completely the wrong thing for me, which is why I refuse to. To say it's an asset to the county. You don't really <laughs> despite, excuse me, despite statistics and all the numbers and money it brings in. Uh, it's pretty funny. It's really way. normal to talk to people from towns who never go to the tourist areas. In, in their own towns. town. Right. Yeah. Like, I bet you go to Indianapolis and, like, you've ever been to the Speedway? And they're like, what? <laughs> and it's like, and there's a, so that's really common. Because you go to somebody and, like, show me, show me where to go in town. And they're like. I don't know. I just live here, and they don't go to any of the tours. <laughs> they go. I know where the Kroger is. I know where the McDonald's is, and then uh, I know where. I, yeah, that's that's, that's all see, they do. I see the Hoosier Gym on the sign on the Interstate every time I drive by, and there's a garden or something in, at that exit too. I don't know where. There's that is. no. There's a Vietnam like memorial. Yes. I just feel like I know there's nothing happening there. Like, no, it's so busy all no, the time. It's a busy place. It's busy all the time. Like the gym, I, yes, yeah, yeah, it's busy all the time. Doing what? Just playing basketball? Uh, the teams come in to play. Yeah, tourists stop in. I mean, it, it really is a, a draw. Is, so, is there like people like working there? That yeah, are, like, yeah, they have an amazing Ryan's, staff. 
Ryan's mom lives there, works there. Okay. You, you can't, I, when I, you have a, a building but, that is in a movie that will never be forgotten. But again, it's, it's the like problem is, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I know it's there, yeah. I know about the it. The problem but, like, is, I'm me not and like, you don't understand the scale of Hoosiers, like, because yeah. we, we hate the movie. I, well, I, I, I've never <laughs> even so seen boring. it, I, I'm fully aware of it. Well, I you know, haven't but seen I'm like, it recut to I'm not explain like a, why well, the player left the team. Apparently, it makes way more sense. It does. It's like all the context it. Yeah, it yeah. like fills all the plot holes. Which I never, it always made sense to me. I was like, yeah, it just sucks. That's the, that's <laughs> I'm just like, it's about basketball. I don't know. Can we please talk to Betsy instead of talking about who she Oh, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Ago? Yeah, we probably should talk. Well, you brought it up. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm leaving this podcast. <laughs> all right. So the Hoosier Gym's pretty cool. It is, a, it is an iconic uh, venue. Absolutely. For Henry County and all of District 54. <laughs> that's right. And I chose it because, um, I mean, we kicked all around a lot of different venues. We talked about, like, I'm from, you know, the Middletown area. Is there anything in Middletown we would want to do? We looked at options, and I thought, let's do something centrally located for the district, which is 99% of Henry County, except for the far northeast corner, almost all of Rush County, except for the far southeast corner, and then one township in Hancock, and in Shelby. And so Knightstown is sort of a really good, uh, like, central location if we're looking at you know who's driving in and where yeah. also it's just really a kick-ass venue it's just such a cool place it's oh, magical yeah. it's very clean it's a very well organized organization they were amazing to work with yeah i'm sure you worked with my friend ryan's mom that i won't say i didn't meet any women there but yeah <laughs> oh i didn't meet anyone named it was mostly ryan's bob mom. and bob is the man he's so great bob's become like a local legend himself. he's awesome he's in everything Every time there's a story, every time there's a picture from the gym, Bob's in the picture. I've never met Bob, but I saw him on the other side of the gym when I was walking in the other night. I called him like five different times with stupid questions. Can we have votive candles? Like just, just a, mostly from my mom, like for debt decor. And he was just, every time he answered immediately, he was yeah. awesome. He signed for a package. We had to have shipped in for my photo backdrop. It came in at three 30 on the day of the event. It was very impressive. And I did not stop and get a photo with it, but I get a feeling there'll probably be more events. There will. Anyway, he, he was awesome. So if you want to have an event in Henry County or, and at an iconic venue, I highly, highly recommend the Hoosier gym. And it's also very reasonably priced. So I, I did go, I was wearing my media hat of sorts. Uh, although I did, I did have the snacks. Um, you, you, it was a very well done event. Thank you. You had uh, you had a number of different speakers. Uh, Stacy Guffey was uh, was there. He I was at the table with Stacy, and I think you and Stacy met here. We for did. The very we first literally time on met the show. here. Me and yeah, I came here with Steve. Steve Thompson, my best friend and campaign manager. He sat back here. I was sitting over here. Stacy was here. First time I. I mean, I'd always known of Stacy Guffey. Right. Everybody knows Stacy Guffey in the county. Also. Everybody knows Stacey Guffey everywhere. He's a legend and just like the best dude in the world. But I met him and we just really bonded. Like I just thought, wow, we, anyway, I love Stacey and it's been a pleasure to work with him on council as his liaison. So Stacey is the uh, county coroner. He was elected. He was, he was on the show and was uh, interviewing for the job of coroner. He's, he's now our county coroner again. He's great. And he's the treasurer for your campaign. He is. I'm honored to have him on the team. So he spoke at the rally uh, or the the kickoff event, Yeah, the, the big shindig. And then Steve Thompson, your campaign manager, spoke. That's right. And then, uh, to me, the surprise of the night was uh, the the Republican chairman, Todd Heide, was there. And he was a last-minute fill-in. Um, one of my Luger series sisters, Allie Bartlett, who um, last week made history by, by becoming the first or the youngest uh, partner in Bo's public affairs history. She's an outstanding uh, attorney and an even better person. She was tied up all day in a hearing for a uh, gaming commission. It was about a, a casino in Terre Haute. This is part of her 
field. She was supposed to be done by four. It didn't get out until I think seven or she was anyway, she was tied up. She was horrified. Um, so she was supposed to come speak about my work at the state level and my connections in Indianapolis and all that. And she couldn't make it. And so Todd stepped in very last second just to Todd, say nice things. Todd stepped in. He was very excited. And I, I wrote in the in the show notes that that he endorsed her candidacy. I'm told that maybe he didn't officially endorse no. the candidacy. However, what I heard in my notes that I took at the event mm-hmm. was that Chairman Hyde, the Republican chairman of Henry County, said that it was time for the millennials to take over. And I almost stood up and applauded. And then he said that the the boomers are done, which I was like, if Chris Bengel was here, the, the, the guy that leads our network, he would immediately become a Republican and hug Todd. And then he said, it's time for people that don't look like me that are over 50, mid 50s and white guys to take over. And as I look at the field of people that are in the race so far that are on the Republican side, I kind of think he might have been talking about you. I don't know if you realize that, Betsy, but it was it was at your event that he's saying all this stuff. It sounded like he was pretty supportive. Todd's a good friend. And you have to remember, he's a chair and I'm the vice chair. And we've worked together for uh, a few years. And um, he is such a good leader. And it is an impossible job to be a party chairman. You have no idea how much drama it can be. It's, oh. It doesn't pay. Oh, I do. I, I, okay, you do. Oh, you do. Uh, you do. Uh, so, the only person who does it may be Zach Amell. It's, it's a thankless. Uh, no, Jesse's run for state chairman before of a political party. And I've been the chair of we, the local party. We know the drama. Yeah, so it's a thankless, tough job. And you have to make tough calls. And he... Um, consistently does things the right way for the right reasons. And it's been a pleasure to serve with him. So he was really speaking to having worked with me um, at, in our local party and, and my efforts. And yes, and something great Maybe. about Todd. Although it kind of felt like he was saying you'd be right, great for the job. Well, I think, yeah, I, that's true. Um, he also, <laughs> I mean, because... <laughs> He's not officially endorsing, um, but like it was something about Todd, and it's not just me. He really is so good at encouraging younger people, younger Republicans to get involved, like so, Steve too. So you know, if, women, if the Republican with chairperson wanted to endorse you, would be like, oh, I don't want any endorsements from. from I'd County be honored to have it, but I don't expect it before the primary. So or the, the Shelby County, the, the, the I'd be honored County. to have any of them, but I don't yeah. expect it, and I expect this is something that I have to earn, and I right. am excited to earn it. You know, the primaries are tough. I get it. Like there are, we have sheriff's candidates, you know, at four in our race in the county and as vice chair, I think my job is to help each of them as they come to me and ask for information. I'll give you all the same information. I think you're all great. I can't get involved. They have races to run. Right. And and so I get the same principle. It's the same. I totally get it. So um, I just try to play it honestly, but I appreciate Todd's friendship and he's uh, been a great mentor and, and friend to me. So other than that big breaking news that I saw that you slightly disagree with, uh, t- what do you think are the big issues for the county? You did you did this really cool feedback thing with all, all mm-hmm. of the audience members where there were prizes and you had people give you advice. You had people tell you what the issues were. What kind of things did you hear from, from the audience members last night and how does it interact with what you thought you were seeing? Absolutely. Um, we went through all of those last night. I heard the answers to every single question. Um, it seems like people are, <laughs> the roads to get to Knightstown were of concern. And I think a lot of that was friends from Middletown <laughs> driving the back roads being like, what is going on here? They're not too bad, honestly. Um, but roads in the county are always an issue. I think we've done really good work lately. I just commended Joe Copeland at the council meeting about the the good work around Middletown. It's 
needed to happen for years. Um, you know, I, I think he's he's running a, a really tight ship and a good department. Um, but yeah, roads, obviously, we can do better. Um, I think economic development is an issue. Staffing and hiring right now. Inflation is a huge issue for Hoosier families. I know that we don't have a lot of say at the state level or the county level, but um, these are concerns people have, and they're real, and they impact us. And we're not a rich district. We're not a young district. We're older. We're, you know, it's lower economic, uh, socioeconomically. Um, I think there's a lot of concern for how we support agriculture and manufacturing. Um, for me personally, and I think this is trickling down to my friends and people I have relationships with, but developing the interstate corridor. And, and that's more true for us than Rush County. But, um, you know, having I-70 run through our county and, and knowing that Indianapolis is growing our way, that Greenfield, I mean, look at the development there in the past decade. It's coming. Let's get ready. Also, I-69, you know, where Middletown is, it just runs outside the county, but it, we're so close to that. And there's the development on I-69 in my lifetime has been outrageous. So um, just Wait, in it, your it's district, a you have or nearly have three interstates. I-69 Absolutely. runs through Shelby County. Henry County misses I-69 by mere inches. Yes. And I-70 cuts through the heart of Hancock and Af- Henry County. Right. So and you have 40 for whenever they're doing construction and all that other stuff. <laughs> and and both times, <laughs> both times I passed, uh, you know, going to Knightstown and coming back. And this is what's true last week. It was the interstate uh, uh, westbound towards Indianapolis was dead stop. Yeah. You, yeah. Well, uh, westbound towards Indianapolis, you can't even do from Knightstown. Hmm. So you can't uh, right now. Is I that still not open? It's I, not open. I know the barrels are out for most of it, but I wasn't uh, sure if that. I did not pay attention tonight. N- Yesterday it was not open. No. Nightstown, you could not get on at Nightstown. Yeah, the sign. The signage as I was pulling into Nightstown for Betsy's event last night did was still up saying you can't reenter seventy. I believe from today they pulled up the last of the barricades. Yeah, they were finishing that up this morning, but they still had westbound traffic down to one lane. They and that to, has been your to, traffic alert from the <laughs> of Liberty. One other issue that I'm pretty passionate about, I just talked about it at our council meeting, and I had an, a meeting earlier today with actually uh, Councilman Aaron Dickin with the EIRPC, which is the East Indiana Central East Regional, regional Partnership. Yes. Anyway, a gentleman from uh, Wayne County came over, and, and rural broad, broadband is such a huge issue for us, and we really, in Henry and Rush County and in, in the district, it's a huge, huge issue right now. I mean, post or, we're not post-COVID, but... With the impact of COVID, with kids at home learning, you know, local businesses, small businesses, farmers, you name it, everybody's using the internet more to survive. And we don't have good rural broadband. I personally don't. I have terrible internet at my what house. Do you, what do you suggest people do for that? Um, I think, I mean, at a county level, we can't pay for that to happen. I think it's private partnerships. I think it's taking advantage. I mean, the stimulus bill, I'm not going to comment on the federal one, but I do know that there's a lot of money allocated to broadband. We should absolutely take advantage. The money, the state is set aside millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars for broadband. We need to take advantage. And I think the way that they're going to be set up is they're going to be competitive grants. So the communities have to bid on them. Essentially you find partners and you find folks like Metronet or, nine star or uh, new Lisbon I mean I literally company. so uh, the reason I ask is because I I I'm not saying it's not a problem it's a very small problem to me like not to me but like in general like statistically it's a very small problem but it's, the, it's that it, last it does mile effect, but I'm saying it, it is a last mile problem but you can get mobile in there and there are line of sight providers so I'm like so that remedies a lot of problems I'm just like when you talk to voters, I, I, I'm tr- what I guess I'm trying to ask is <clears throat> what parts of the county are having this problem? I mean, it's all over. It's where Nine Star, New Lisbon uh, aren't. And so for me, I run three quarters of a mile east of where Nine Star ends. I have called them multiple times over the years and said, 
give me a number and let me write you a check. I want that line. So, I work remotely. I can't. I can right, hardly right. Zoom with my boss at Penn State because the internet's so crappy. So in Henry County, you're saying Fall Creek Township has a problem. No, I'm Jefferson, but yeah. Uh, Jefferson, I mean, it's, Jefferson it's just, Township has a problem. I know Blue River Township has issues. Stony Creek Township. I mean, that, Liberty has, has its issues, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you look around the map and... Yeah, I, I I haven't recently seen a map of where our you know spotty areas are, but I can only speak for myself. But, but I hear have, I hear it a lot from. But you have four G, right? I do. Yeah, I do, and I use it religiously. Right. So that's but which is broadband. So like that's it, my. It, but it's not fiber, and it's not it's not enough it's, to run video. It's not enough it's to faster than what it's. So from a technical perspective, it's faster than what you're going to get from any DSL provider. Yeah, I and don't they're, want DSL. And, they're, and, well, and they're not going to give you. They're never going to run you give you fiber. Like I'm three quarters of a mile from fiber. I live in a town with these people and they don't run fiber. Like, right. The, but you have cable available, right? I, mean, the, the I do, but don't. I want fiber. Right. <laughs> and so I pay a, like $130, $120 for the gigabit or um, whatever the fastest thing Comcast offers in my County or in my area. But, um, I, 4G is faster than most of that. So from a technical perspective, like when I, we think about it, I'm like, why don't we just get more towers and cover it? Uh, I've, right. I've, I've towered very close to my house. Well, Trust me, I use it all the time. Yeah, it's also a it doesn't of, work. of a metered versus an unmetered connection. As no, well. I know. I know. Right. No, yes. that, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about when you're using these things, if, you, if you're going to try to get it's like you could get almost immediate benefit overnight just by trying to get work some sort of deal with uh, unmetering. I'm trying to think about the problem versus like running copper and running fiber is very expensive. Not, it's not expensive to put like erect one more tower or a couple more towers and get 5g or something else to cover the area. Plus in Rushville, they use a lot of line of sight towers. Yeah. But anyways, I'm not trying to solve the problem. I I just was like, I have this conversation many times with my friends in Indianapolis. I think it's become recognized as an economic problem. Absolutely. More than just the, Hey, I can't watch my Netflix. It's 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 an educational economic issue. And it's small business. I mean, it impacts local economy, the return on investment for broadband. I've seen studies that says it's there. It's just very expensive ahead of time to, you know, to install. It is very expensive. So the question I asked last night was about land use and how we're all going to find a way to get a whole, get along. Oh gosh! Uh, because I saw you know Rush County made a big announcement that they have a dog food factory. Yeah, that's great in. news. Great north side of town. It's a 120 acre site. It's going to be a, a very significant investment for Rush County. Going to be great for their property tax rolls. But immediately you get the not in my backyard folks that say, well, I don't want a dog food factory. What, they're tearing up farm ground and it's going to smell and I don't even like pets. That's what we're going to talk about later on is people abusing service animals and, and the exemptions. And now we got to feed the things here, too. Every time somebody builds something, we have a we have right. this I don't want it attitude. Is that actually happening? Are people complaining? Oh, about I've that? seen. Yeah, it's a, it, the Facebook response to John McCain, the economic development guy for Rush County. He posted this and you see the responses of, you know, it, people just aren't happy. How do we? How do we work on that? Well, um, as someone who is very publicly said, I believe in local decision-making, you know, home rule, that kind of thing. I, I think that's important. I think when we consider these projects and you know, citing major projects, we have to consider neighbors to a certain degree. You know, are they being respected? Is their land value being destroyed? You know, their quality of life. I think all of that's really vital. Um, there's got to be a balance. And so... I don't know where that is. I generally, everything I know about this project, and it's not a lot other than the press release and a few news articles, it seems great. It seems like a great thing for Rush County and new jobs and more money in the county's coffers. To me, it seems largely positive, but I have I looked at who is impacted by this, like who's neighboring the project? I haven't. So um, am I worried about 120 acres of farm ground going away? 
No, 120 acres. That's okay. Yeah. That's the way things grow. Yeah. Your yield's better than it was 10 years ago on farm ground anyway, right? Right. That's the way it goes. All right. So you heard you heard about uh, rural broadband. You heard about land use. You heard uh, you heard some conversations about the roads. Got to fix the roads. Yep. Economic development, um, opportunity, education. I mean, I think there's a lot going on with education right now with masking. With uh, people are very worried about students. This this didn't come from last night, but mandate of vaccines. Like it's just there's a lot of really hot topics out there, and so I'm just trying to learn and educate myself. We gotta hope, right? Like that, that this, the conversations you're having today about masks are gonna be a short term conversation. The Lord last willing. time, the last time we elected a state representative, I was in high school. You were probably in high school or middle mm-hmm. school. Uh, it's a, you know, this is a generational decision potentially for the community to decide who our state rep's gonna be. Um, it's a, you know, t- Tom Saunders has served since I think 1998. I think it was 96. Or 96. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. Very long time. Heck, I may have been in middle school. Boy, I feel old. <laughs> In 96? Yeah. I would have been high school in 97 to 01. I, I was think. middle school in 98. Yeah. Dang. You're young. Zach boy. and I are the same age. Uh, he's yeah, I guess he's the class of 2001 ish with me. <laughs> yeah, I would have been like an eighth grader. Yeah. Yeah. So Zach's it's the old man in the crowd. It's an open seat. It's um, exciting. And I thank Tom for his service. I think um, he has always really fought hard for Henry County and the district. And sometimes that's cost him with the, the party in Indianapolis and the caucus. Um, but he's always put us first. So. Um, I have a lot of respect for that. So if folks want to learn more about the campaign, get in touch. You haven't asked for money yet, so I'm going to criticize you for that. As a, as a guy that's been involved in a lot of political campaigns, nobody's told you how to, how to invest in your campaign yet. Oh, how do we do it, Betsy? Oh, I will. Um, first of all, I, my website's coming. It'll be best bet. I can't say my own name. <laughs> Good Lord. It's Betsy for Indiana. It's uh, not up yet. And remember, we're six months out from the primary. Like I haven't even filed officially. This is all preliminary. Um, I have a Facebook facebook.com backslash Betsy for Indiana. That's, you know, you can catch a lot of information there. I'm very accessible on Facebook. I'm very accessible online. Um, I have a WinRed, which is a like conservative fundraising platform. And that's where you can donate money. Please give me money. Um, that'd be great. We've, we're off to a really good start fundraising. We had a really good, last night was not a fundraising night. It was a kickoff event. We've still brought in a good amount of money. So um, I'm really excited. And we have fundraisers in the works. I have a Luger series fundraiser coming up in a few weeks that I think is going to be great. Um, we have some really, really interesting fundraisers planned. So um, we're, we're thinking we're thinking very, very big here. All right. Very good. Well, you are welcome. This is totally unplanned. You, you literally wrapped up your council business early and said, hey, can I come pop in? I said, sure, absolutely. I thought I'd be so sitting we, out there. I wasn't planning <laughs> to be on the mic. I just thought I'd no, like, sit in studio. You're welcome with us as long as uh, as long as you want to hang out. Christy Avery's watching the chat. And she says she's already donated. She did. She, Christy, thank you so much. You're so good. Um, Christy. So you are, uh, you're welcome to hang out for the rest of the thing. I guess I'll ask you about council. What, what happened tonight at the council meeting? Anything of note? Uh, tons of like transferring money. Um, I don't really understand what this means, but uh, the GIS coordinator uh, in the surveyor's office has asked for money for a new plotter and it would benefit the whole county. I guess ours is 20 years old. and plotter, A plotter prints. Yes. It's a big, uh, it's a big old printer. Mark, yes. Mark's getting pointed at for knowing. I used to use plotters back in the day. And so she made a pretty compelling case about why we needed it. And who, it didn't, not just their office, but how it impacts nearly every county government office. And it just, and also the community that can take advantage. And it just seemed like a really obvious transfer of funds. Um, we heard insurance updates. Uh, I, I mentioned our meeting with the EIRPC uh, gentleman today with you know, when Aaron and I met with him and um, just the importance of 
really thinking about broadband and maybe we need to uh, form a task force like other counties have to see what we can do, especially when there's all this money like coming in from the state, from the federal government. Like we really should be thinking about that. There were many other updates as well, but those are the ones that are striking. I'm taking a picture of us. Just to, <laughs> I just got to sell you. Just to have it in case, yeah. in case she walks out on me before we, uh, before we finish the show. Oh gosh. Mark, where'd your boy Jesse go? Did he get, did he leave I in anger? He went to poop. I don't know. <laughs> He's disappeared. We'll find out in just a second. Zach, you got any questions for Betsy? Anything? No. Uh, anything burning? You want? I, I mean, I feel like this is your chance to lobby for more uh, more campsites out at Summit Lake. Oh yeah, please get on that. I want. Uh, okay, so I don't have a camper, but I would really like more opportunity to rent something at Summit yep. Lake. They had like, a little cabin and they yeah, took them out. There was one cabin yeah. and it's gone. Yeah, so and, I would really like that opportunity. So I will lobby them for that. So I've, also, I've talked to uh, Representative Saunders, and he was like, "We need an inn out there." That'd be it, awesome. Inns bring in a tremendous amount of uh, of, right. of tourists that that come in and could that be on state park. grounds? Yeah, the, the Brown County has an inn. Uh, Lincoln's—I don't know if Lincoln does. Why do we not Pato- have Patoka that already? Oh, yeah, Brown County has tons of places. Uh, to stay. But there are an, about six Spring inns Spring on Mill. state park. Spring Mill has one. Um, oh, we're blowing Clinton it. Falls down in Madison has one. I was no. going to say, they out, we, that, so this is why I was talking about what I refuse to talk about the Hoosier gym is because it's like the godsend of the county, at least in my parts. And I was like, there is so much more to do outdoors. Oh, yeah. And to exploit, to bring people in, like we have, a, like a, I don't want to say it's a huge river, but we have a big river and we have um, our trailhead trails, system. Is, our trailhead yeah. system is getting it's developed awesome, yeah. and we need to get more people. We need mm-hmm. to get more people to explore it so that more money comes into it. And all that jazz, but that's the that's why I said I was like I'm tired of just milking the the, the Hoosier Gym. I want to like kind of like we need it like the, there's a clientele for that, right? And those clienteles sometimes will overlap with the trail, like the people who are outdoorsy, but not all the time. And like the mm-hmm. outdoorsy people, I said on the show previously, it's like a lot of them have money and they want to spend it. Oh, let's take it. You know, right. Let's build the infrastructures and things that we need to do it. Potato Creek State Park is uh, is has been Potato in Potato Creek. Potato Creek up near uh, South Bend has been in the works to get it in since uh, Mike Pence was governor. In 2015, he made a big announcement it was going to happen, and then they the money went away. But the price tag for their end is fifty five million dollars. So where does that come from? DNR? Does that come from the state? Uh, the governor was going to uh, to get twenty four million dollars for it from a cell phone leasing plan a cell phone tower leasing plan uh mm-hmm. he sold off some rights and then uh, it went away and now their uh, their big plan is maybe to uh to borrow some covid funds because you know uh, it's, fl- it's flush money to, like, this end first off why is it 55 million dollars <laughs> it does seem rather expensive. i don't know like i don't know what that- kind of a cadillac plan it was because i feel like that's a that's got to be fancy yeah i'm just um, like can we just huge. get some cabins that have some heating and air or just air, maybe. There are some incredible cabins as well. Like if you just started a cabin system or something, like you, there's, I think there is a cabin potentially for rent in Carthage area. Paul but. Fabric says that at their last TAC meeting, the issue of cabins was brought up for Summit Lake. The cost was too great to build the infrastructure for cabins at this time. Unfortunately, that's too bad. So yeah, there's. I mean, it, it's all a matter of of what kind of investments available. I will say that DNR properties across the state have been continuing to receive upgrades, but. As uh, as somebody that spent about forty nights this year in DNR properties and about forty last year, the uh, the occupancy is incredibly high. And Summit Lake is one of the most popular campgrounds in the state of That's Indiana. Awesome. And back to your overarching point, like I get that not everybody's into basketball, and 
it's a way to brand us, but it's not the only attribute we have. We Correct. have two yeah, great wineries. Exactly. We have the trailhead. We have these parks. We have Westwood. We have a lot. We have a lot, great history. We have Wilbur Wright. We right. have Robert Indiana. Like we have really cool stuff to offer. So it's not just basketball. I mean, I think basketball is definitely worth mentioning, and it's a draw. But we sh- we are also promoting the other things. So right. I think it's, do, you just need to diversify. Absolutely, and, and, and I see that happening. Yeah. I see it happening with our branding. I think they're actually doing a really really good job. So I saw a pamphlet tonight that was um, like restaurants in the county you should eat at. And it was an awesome list of like, you know, everything from Primo to Iron Kettle and Sulphur Springs, which is one of my favorite restaurants, like just Montgomery's, like you name it, like the local, you know, local right. owned, you know, community members who actually give back and, and participate. Um, it was a great list. And so um, I'm excited to see our, our county branding continue because I think we're off to a really good start. And it, it's not just basketball. Yeah. Can say that. Yeah. The amphitheater in Rush County is also a fantastic venue. I've heard really good things about it. I don't know if it. you've been down there yet for their summer concert series, but it is excellent. Greenfield's building an amphitheater right now, too. Monorail, man. We need a monorail. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I think there is a monorail in the, the uh, <laughs> Biden's plan for... For getting us further in debt. There's there's a, there is a uh, there's an abandoned monorail in downtown Indianapolis now for the, uh, the, for the hospitals. Uh, uh, did they not use it anymore? No, they gave up. Yeah, they quit using that. That's like three years ago. I was gonna say I was like when the I first started the working, hospital. When I first started going to Indy, I was like, "What the hell is this thing?" And then I was like, "What is that for?" And then I forgot totally that it was a part of the hospital. It was and that, uh, it was for the hospital. But I, I guess I hadn't seen it. The last couple of times I've been in Indy. So my, uh, my dad was hospitalized at one point and I was like, okay, we're going to jump on this from Methodist. And cause we were really tired of eating the one half hospital cafe. Cause it's, yeah. it, you know, I didn't want to get the car to the garage and go drive somewhere. Like we'll get on this and we'll take it down to like Riley or whatever's down there. There's gotta be a stop closer to downtown where we can walk. Right. Total disaster. I could never figure out how to get on it, how to leave, how to, it was, it, none of it worked right. Complete, What's a bummer complete mess. is Indianapolis is set up perfectly to have a monorail. If you think about it, you could just loop downtown. And if you loop downtown, it could get you by Banker's Life, Lucas Oil Stadium, uh, the zoo, White River State Park is all like on the peripheral of downtown. And that would be me, yeah, it's not a reality. Instead, they just ran it. I mean, there's a bunch of hospitals right there together, and that's where they put the monorail. Well, so most people in Indy, and this is not true for the people who visit, but the cultural trail is massive. And it's not massive for the people who don't go there a lot because there's you we're not going to walk from downtown to Broad Ripple, right? So you have to bring a bike. But many people bike from downtown to Broad Ripple, from downtown to Fountain Square, or you know, just the cultural trail is massive. It's a huge system, and that's how people navigate on foot, <clears throat> and probably is why. You you would almost argue like people probably wouldn't use the monorail because they would just go on foot. But for people out of town, you're right. Like there's like there needs to be an in between. The scooters are trying to fix that problem to some degree, but uh, it's not quite not quite there. So Jesse, when you dreamed up this episode, I didn't dream eight, this episode. When we when we when we dreamed up this episode about eight days ago. You went on some sort of a rant in a private Facebook group over service animals and being very upset over uh, over people using these emotional support animals, and <laughs> and you were you were mad that it, they weren't all they weren't all fair, and you wanted you you I thought you know what this is your time to shine. I don't think it's that it's not fair. I think that I they're I get, annoying. It's, it's not that they're annoying. I I have a. It's more that I'm concerned. 
and it's to the point that I'm annoyed. <laughs> so uh, I have Mark has uh, Mark just, knows where this is going. No, I'm just uh, he has. No, I'm concerned where it's going because like <laughs> I, I seen these show notes and I seen we're talking about service animals and like so I like okay I, think, I, I Google would, uh, not to hijack your this is your guest like, man you take you know, as like I was like. You should All be right, talking. so service. What's animals. a service animal? So I typed in like literally before I was about to leave, like service animals, and, like why they're not allowed on planes, and like, and it was like sitcom, like sit, like sitcom comedic level like parody with these animals. I don't know something along those lines. I was just like, this is hysterical, and I'm not reading anymore. I'm just gonna wait till later. <laughs> and I was like, because I knew you were gonna get to this point of like, I'm just I like you hate. You don't like animals. It's not that I don't like animals. And I don't I disagree with you. You're an anti-dogite. I'm I'm an anti-dogite. You're about to shit <laughs> what? me too. Right? You don't like dogs? See, here it comes. What the See, hell is I wrong know. with you, dude? Boom. There comes the fire. Everybody's just like, what <laughs> the I knew are you talking about? I like I'm surprised in. Betsy hasn't taken off her shawl to throw down. I might. Look at the fire in her eyes. I'm pissed. Look at it. How do you not like dogs? Exactly. How... You're so such a contrarian. Loki you and he probably, loves Loki. You probably choose Loki. it on purpose. You're His like, cat. I'm going to be this a contrarian. I hate this dogs. Everybody just, loves dogs. Loki. No, no. So I was like, look, it's going to get to a point where people are going to want to bring their dead dogs with them. And I got ahead of the curve. <laughs> I brought my dead cat with me tonight. <laughs> this is all Loki right here. This is ashes because I don't understand. I don't, and people laugh now. This is going to be a reality. In that like doesn't bother years. me. I mean, it's a little weird, but like you're not disrupting. It's not. It's, 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 it's kind of weird. It's, no, it's, it's kind of weird right now. Does Loki ride shotgun with you everywhere, Jesse? You buckle him in. I'm going to start making him do it. I'm going to start bringing him everywhere I go. Do it. That's this is America. I, it is America, but and that's why I have this opinion. Do you have a permit to be transporting those ashes? <laughs> this I don't know. I don't sir, know, sir. I had to get okay from Jeremiah to make sure I could do this. I was like, table. this is very weird, and I'm going to do it. But I was like, I also, this is oh, going no, to be a thing. this is exactly why we bring you on the show, Jesse. No, but so listen. No, you, you, you think it's weird, but people, like, right now when you get, like, someone's cremated, they try to sell you oh, trinkets yeah, yeah, yeah. to wear them right. around all the place. I've yet to yeah. see anybody do it with their damn dog. You need to hold. No, the they have dog jewelry. Oh, they no. have dog. I, I, yeah. I research it. Yeah, you need My to hold the does. cat up for the camera. Does she wear the, it? The chat can't nope. see. The I don't cat. know if she does or doesn't, but I know she has a. It just says uh, my charm. I don't want to touch the bag. I don't want to read. This is the company. This is the company's name. Oh, that wasn't I, your I picking? Yeah, I didn't pick that. You didn't choose What's your it called again? What's it say again? My pet angel. It's My a company angel. that that burns animals a lot like while they pass away. I mean, Loki is pretty And tight. it's probably not all. But there's an angel. Loki's in here. Fido's in here. There's a bunch of other animals that are there's probably a, part of this bag. A, but it looks a lot like a Crown you, Royal bag. I will say. I know. And this is, it does. <laughs> you should have asked if you get it. But it's like Loki Royal. Bag. You, know, it's, you can so, transfer into your own container. <laughs> no, I left it. It just sits on my, on my TV stand. <laughs> I thought maybe never you forget. From, I thought you maybe you hung him from your rearview mirror. Do you have to like dust Loki? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, he had dust on his bag uh, earlier. That just helps him maintain weight, Jeremiah. So, so, not, so my problem isn't that I don't like dogs. So let's let's clarify this problem. He Something, hates them. No, I have this. I, I don't hate I'm them. Joking. I don't hate dogs. I love my mom's dog. I like dogs when I hang out with dogs. I am not obsessed with dogs. I've never been obsessed with dogs. I've grew up with dogs. I had tons of dogs growing up. I probably had like four or five dogs growing up. My thing is that I don't enjoy, and I and I think it's a symptom of something. I don't know what. 
that people believe that they need to bring their dogs everywhere. And then they are, they are amazingly disgusted when someone says no. And they're like, what do you mean? No, why can't Craig, my dog come inside? Craig. It's almost there. They're going, I mean, Craig. like everybody thinks they're part of the family. Now. And I'm like, why do you think, you should be able to bring your dog into a restaurant. It, we cook food here. There, there's a we, whole get so, we get grossed out that there's human hair, which probably gets washed, depending on the individual, at least once a week. The dog, meanwhile, grooms itself with its disgusting tongue. <laughs> and then it's floating in the air, depending on how bad they shed. I'm like, I don't want to be eating my curry. And there also just be dog hair with it. That's not what I want. How often does it happen? Actually nothing because we, people can't bring their dogs. But the point (laughs) is, is people try to bring their dogs and they get pissed, pissed when they can't bring them inside. Now, I don't know how much time you spend in fountain square a bit. Yeah. I have friends down there. Uh, Yeah. So do they have dogs? No, uh, no. The yeah, do, they do, did. They do, but the, they do. You hang out like they do, the, but they're in bags that they carry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're the non-living <laughs> they're kind. No, they. I, no, I. Uh, growing much up, quieter now. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's more prevalent there than it is here. It's sure. getting worse here. Not squares the vibe. It's but it, that that vibe is uh, propagating. The, the, especially the dog vibe is propagating because so it began with my older brother. And he used to bring his dog everywhere. I was like, why does this grown man need to bring his dog everywhere he goes? And he can't leave. Does, it does the dog there. perform a service for him? Does he say why? Because I'll bring I, my I dog know. to family events. If we're going owner. camping, the dog, dog spend the everywhere. weekend with us. Because I'm not leaving them at home if I'm leaving for two or three days unless I have a dog sitter. Right. But, and, that's, and that's fine. But like, it's the entitlement that drives me insane. Like, and, and it's, and being told no. And then they're like, well, do you not like dogs? You're like, no, we are a restaurant and we're indoors. So there people might actually be allergic to the damn thing. Is not allowed. I, th- I think that's okay. Generally. I mean, it, it is okay. I don't have a price. So I, I, think not, I go to fountain though. square like at least once a week. And I sit outside. I hang out with dogs. You have terrible dog owners who think it's funny that their dog comes over and sniffs me. They and then like you have the really dumb dog owners who are new to dog owning, who think that their dumb dog should come up and talk to the other dog without asking permission. Like people are trying to learn all these like dog protocols, and it's a, just a situation. <laughs> and you're like, what is going on? Why are there dogs everywhere? So you're saying all hipsters are really bad at dog put discipline. Put a quarter in Jesse and just let them run. Well. Hipsters are bad at dog discipline. Is what you're like saying. he's very much more opinionated they than me are. on that. But like I don't disagree with him like to an extent. <laughs> like don't get me wrong. I was like, like, he likes dogs too. So, he's I mean, I, I have dogs tattooed leg. on my leg, and they're like my dogs. They're dead and gone. I love them to death. But like you should carry I, them in a bag. Bro. I, <laughs> my mom has them at home. It's fine. I can visit whenever I want. But the point is, you should, like, hey, we should. Yeah, our, I don't, you should bring your dog and my cat. We'll play together. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just play video games, and the cats will sit on the table. See no, what like, I did. Like what to, I did is that my dog died last year, so I just got another one that looks exactly like him. It's that's fine. what people do. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's not the same. There also is a separation because there's two different to me classes of animals that are used. There's an actual service animal, correct? Uh, yeah. So we're dancing trained, on the line of like service trained, animal and just like very expensive, and it serves a very important purpose for the owner, whether it be like uh, seizure prediction or seeing eye dog. And then there's this thing. What happened there's was Square. smelling, smelling where, blood, blood, where, uh, blood glycogen, glucose issue issues. Out, yeah. You could buy a vest online 
And somebody also figured out that you can call it an emotional support animal and that they, because of HIPAA, they can't question you. So, right. And so people start bringing, and I think what finally was the star birth the cables back, I, I was looking it up earlier, is the strange things that people were taking on airplanes. And people took turkeys. Yes. People took pigs, which I actually don't have a problem with pig. Pigs are smart. Pigs can probably do the job. Uh, miniature <clears throat> horse. Somebody tried to take on a plane. Because did. these people are trolling because uh, I want to do this. Dragon. <laughs> um, just like cr- people are just coming up with the craziest animals that they could. Snakes, which I have a problem with the snake in that. Fuck that. As much as emotional support. Only if Samuel like, Jackson is on, on that, that freaking train. For the one person it provides comfort to on the plane, there's probably a dozen people. Who are terrified. Including my wife. Who would lose their mind? So then that's the other problem. There are people back. who are terrified of dogs, and we forget this because everybody. Like I grew up with a kid who got it mauled by a chow, was terrified. Dude would break down. Like a fifteen-year-old kid would cry. And granted, he needs therapy, but I'm also suggesting these other people need some therapy. Like you need to learn to be able to leave your house without your pet all the time. An actual service animal, you barely notice that they're there. Well, yeah, they, so they, the whole thing is sit down there with yeah, the owner the, and they chill until it's time to leave, and then they're back on the clock. <clears> and, and so yeah, and that's that was my point. Is like so, I have a friend who happens to be blind, literally, and has a legitimate service dog, and his name is Griffy. Great dog, wonderful dog. Love it. Doesn't bark. Doesn't do it. Now let's say he's still good. He should, he's a little rough right now because he's brand new to being a service dog. So he still wants to say hi to other dogs and the owner has to be like, no, that's not what you're here you for. You work for me right you now. Work, you're on the job, you know, and you, and you know, you don't pet it. You don't do these things. And I was like, perfect dog just sits here. Great. And it has a handle. And, like, and I think uh, Christy had mentioned that like, it's not a ser- like he, she mentioned some comedian. And so they, it's not a, it's not a service dog unless it has a handle. And I was like, that's pretty much how I look at it. It's like, if it doesn't have its vest and handle, it's not a service dog. It, this is something that you want because you can't leave the home. Emotional support. Yeah. It's so, emotional support. And so it's turned into first off the dogs were like dependent on the human, but now I think it's flipped. And I think there's like this, like almost toxic, dependency that's happening and i think it's a symptom of something else larger in society because we never were this way you can look in like 2012 or 2013 the amount of money people started spending on their pets like skyrocketed and now it's it's like gone off the off the rails there's like an industry insane. around these so i in the in the show notes i provided a link to uh, to one, i guess we'll call it one of the leading emotional support animal uh, registration services. Cause I'm like, who's in charge? Who decides if it's a service dog versus an emotional support dog? How, is there any credentialing? Does the state turkey. decide? Does the County decide? How do you, how the hell do we work this out? So this website is basically, it's kind of like the way I became a, a pastor to, to marry Zach's brother last year. Uh, you pay a one-time fee of $69 to um, United support animals.org. And they give you a letter and they promise that uh, with their letter that you can fly with your pet in the cabin of an airplane at no charge. Keep your pet in housing, even if there's no pet policy. Say goodbye to pet security deposits forever. And they've got all these different price points. And for a hundred dollars, you get you know something assigned by a therapist, and it has a travel letter involved, and yada yada yada. Um, if you go you know, by the hundred and sixty nine dollar package, it comes a with the vest. The whole thing's a sham. They just they just add it up, make it up. There's no questions. There's none of that stuff. It's just you know whatever <clears throat> they they built a. They just play dress up with the animal, and I and I think you're you're exactly right. Is that there's 
there's something society, something's going on society. And this is my point. It's not that I don't, it's not even that I care as much as I'm just like, what the hell is going on with people? When did we become these species that relies on this other species so bad? Like understanding that you have it for protection and all this, but now it's like, no, I need it to go to dinner. I need it to go out to the house. I, every time I leave the house, it has to be with me. Well, how That's many people crazy. are actually in that mode? Like, I know you're pissed off at like what? 1% of the population or like, I, I know it's increased, but is well, this really I, a significant societal issue? It is in Fountain Square. Obviously. So, Fountain so I, Square. I think the problem is that you're in Fountain Square. No, no, I mean, like, <laughs> and I love Fountain is, Square, but you're in Fountain Square, dude. No, I know, but it's, but you see it happening more and more. So like, um, so Indiana changed the law in 2018. And that's, this is the last thing in the in the show notes. There was an I wish TV story. Our state senator, Jean Lysing, uh, she was the author of a bill that was signed by Eric Holcomb in 2018. Uh, and the law says that if that someone's disability isn't obvious, the potential landlord can ask them for written proof from a doctor or licensed healthcare provider so that, that to prove that they need the animal. And Lysing said that in the Lafayette area, there was an apartment owner who said someone came in and they had two cats and 10 rats and said they were their emotional support animals and they didn't have anything to turn them away. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm not, again, I'm not trying to find these like fringe cases, right? Like I'm just saying like, I'm more concerned about people's well-being because it just seems like there's something else going on and I'm trying to be more observant of pointing it out. And it may not even trickle into other other people. I'm a very observant people or person. And when I say stuff, people are like, you're fucking crazy. And I'm like, well, that's then, why we have you on the show. I know. But then like five years from now, you're going to be like, there's going to be a thing. Like, the CDC has said that there is now a problem with all these. I'm like, I told you. Like, we're Jesse, all this is what you're getting at. We are mental health wise. Like we as a culture, Correct. Society, exactly. we're in a bad way. So we're leaning on the dogs too much. Wait, we, exactly. Companionship and love because and we're that's not getting said, in other places. We're say, isolated all of it. So you're just speaking about an ongoing <laughs> public health crisis. Yes, and, and the pandemic's not helping. Yeah, and we, we, we all need a lot of help. Because you know what? The dogs only, are fine, yeah, but the emotion support turkey is too much. No, but, <laughs> but so what, too far. No, so here's the best in public health. But the only it's not turkey just we that. loved has been dead for three years. It's not oh, just that. rest it's in not, peace, my friend. It's oh. not just that though. It's, oh, they that. had the dogs. Now they have dogs and house plants. Like, and now it's because oh, they're constantly having to take care of things. I'm like, take care of yourself. Quit trying to. You push know what would help? It seems like you're deferring your own self. You know what would help? Not you. I'm looking no, at you. No, no, no. But you know what's talking in general? <laughs> Telling Fast you. time all the time, so it wasn't dark and depressing at five fifteen when you get home from work. Exactly. Yeah. Jesse Riddle advocates for uh, investment in mental health in Indiana. I do because uh, I because so here's the thing is like if Jesse's I ever like close to college, the jails. Let's do full mental health. No, if I was to ever go to college, I would go for psychology. And it's because I, I find this stuff interesting. It's not. And that's what I say. Like, would you be a real good psychologist? I find that interesting. Yeah, no, go on. I would be the psychologist is fine. A psychiatrist would be terrible because I can't sit and just talk to people, but, uh, I can make these hypothetical. You do. It's called a podcast. No, I can do studies. But anyway, (laughs) my whole point was, is that, uh, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, my whole point is, is like, I, I jokingly say, and it's obviously not a funny joke, but I'm like, you need to see a therapist. Like, and I, but I, I actually mean it like I, I'm being hyperbolic, but sincere at the same time. Like I want you to see a therapist to talk through this. And the problem is that you have therapists who are con- like signing off like, yeah, the, the pet's solving the problem. I'm like, is it though? Because it's just creating a dependency. And when that thing dies, cause they have very short lifetimes, they're going to be in a heap of shit. And then they're going to have to go figure that out. 
and then go through the whole process again versus like, you know, here's the problem. What is we're really all, the problem? It's a deeper dive than I expected. Honestly, we're, we're all different. Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> we're, all, we're all, we're all different. I have almost no emotion when it comes to pets. I know. You hired a hitman on the dark market to kill your cat. <laughs> wow. I know. So when my dog died, it was like, yeah, that was sad for a day. Are you it kidding? Took, it took a year and a half for Sarah to be as ready as I was to be like, yeah, okay, dog. we're going to replace the dog. And it's, it's very transactional. I, I love them while I have them, but I, I know that they have a very short life. And we, you know, growing up on the farm, uh, things happened. Right. A lot of animals were oh, growing up on the farm. I, same yeah, right, same yeah. life for me, but like Team Sarah. Like, yeah. we lost our dog, our beloved dog, uh, in May, and it, it broke my soul. Like, and I was, and my reaction yeah. was, I'm so, so sad about this. And so, like, he was the best dog in the world. You would have liked my dog Tucker Tucker was the best of the best and he was a little rescue he was the best anyway I I was like I am so lost without a dog and I I don't think I'm a weak person I don't take my dog everywhere no I know I know I know I know and I know the type of person you're talking about I will hyperbolically call people weak I don't really mean it my puppy didn't come to council with me tonight right you're like I get it like he's home with (laughs) oh my god would that be great though if you get elected to state rep uh, and then you're, you're the lady that walks in. With, I'll tell you how you, you walk a bunch in of damn your dog every time. But, Put well, a damn dog in your photo. You're going to win the damn race. I well, I, I have a lot of pictures with puppies. But, uh, <laughs> but no, but like I, but like them, they'd be like, oh my God, the flip of Sarah. Dead. Like I was so broken without my dog. I was like, I, I need something. And so I searched, I spent way too much time this summer looking. And within a month we had a, a puppy who um, is, is growing up slowly, but he's kind of a disaster. Oh, we, we, call are, him, we call him tiny terrorist. We are in <laughs> I call children. His name's training Benny. mode. That's with, what I call my son. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. My mom loves See, him. It's though. okay he's, to have a kid, Mark. <laughs> no, you can still that. call them tiny terrorists. <laughs> those, those are the same things. Like people that like bring their dogs and their kids to restaurants are the same people to me. <laughs> the, the, God, See, I'm, the dogs have I'm a choice. The kids, no, just like, no, I, no, it's I get you. Well behaved, and like, and the kid isn't going to be licking his bubble like my own while it's stuff also while you're eating curry. Yeah, I don't I, know why I keep saying curry. I know where, where really are you eating curry? You're a curry fan. It's fine. I love curry. No, I'm so I do they let sure dogs that, into the Indian restaurant here in Spice Land? No, I, I don't have no idea. Just do the kitchen. Oh, that's a good but I was going to say, oh my god, it should have been on the list. It doesn't do well with the health reports. It doesn't do great with the health reports, but it is a great restaurant. It's good. I will say when I had to put Loki down because he was sick as shit. I cried very a lot. I was like, oh, my God, this sucks. Obviously, you got duped into buying the thing. I know. <laughs> I know this. So Jesse Riddle does have a heart. It's I in do there somewhere. have a heart. You somewhere. heard it first. I here, do. Of Song of Liberty. <laughs> well, no, so here's, no, here's how much news. of a heart I have. <laughs> well, so can, I had another cat will, die. Will Loki be in the picture tonight? Yeah, maybe. In memory. He'll <laughs> <laughs> just be in my pocket. But... I, the, if you don't uh, hold it up, why do you even bring it? Yeah, him? hold him up. <laughs> so, no, because that's just a little off tasting, I think. <laughs> Loki would love it. You guys, yeah. I, that would have been my idea, and everybody would be like, that's not a good idea. But, anyways, <laughs> so the whole point here <laughs> don't put the company's title in it. Uh, like, be gentle with them, okay? Oh, oh my God. Yeah, I just realized I dropped him from 30. So, anyway, yeah. my whole Woke point is. Up. I am. A, I'm an animal person, and I believe they do. They do respect. I, what I don't think is that we need a hundred, a bunch of people owning because a lot of people can't take care of themselves. They don't need to take care of any other animals. They need to take care of themselves. But when my dad, when I my cat Shagrath died, it was like J- January, and he's like, well, he's like, uh, I forget what he did with him. He put him in a trash can or something. Whatever. My dad's, you know, from the old world, and I'm like. <laughs> Dude, I can't tell you how many dead baby goats we put in feed sacks and just 
Yeah, so and so I was like, we're not going to give my cat a disrespectful death funeral. I was like, we're going to go outside and bear, dig up a damn hole and put him in it. And he's like, it's January. Oh, I don't give a fuck, Dad. We're doing it. And I made him come out there with me because I was like, you put him in a trash can. I was like, we are putting him. And so we're digging in like frost. <laughs> and my dad's like, this is bullshit. I was like, but I was like, he doesn't deserve to go away in a trash can. Like. I'm very respectful of animals. When I, so I'm so respectful of animals that like if Jesse has been moved, that to he tears digs a hole in January. I'm not, I, I, mean, I don't know if they're like I think they're the tears of country. laughter. They're not really tears of crying. But don't I'm be, saying, don't be ashamed. No, I'm what not. A what a this, is, this is real. What a roller coaster we honor, this has been. <laughs> we honor you. I love you guys. <laughs> this is everything but, Jeremiah hoped for last week. <laughs> so anyway, so the the thing was is that um, where was it going with this? Your dead cat, January. Dead, <laughs> dead cat, January. The frosted grounds. <laughs> yeah, but there was bullshit. Some, by the way, Jesse, if this. my brother was here, I'm sorry. Your dad passed. Yeah, he's like, a wait, proper, your dad died. <laughs> but, a proper burial. Nah, but there was something. I we have the worst running jokes, Betsy, with 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 Jesse on this show. Yep. I accidentally bring up his jokes. dead cat, and then he brings the damn thing, and my brother That's metal. keeps telling Jesse how sorry he is. His father passed away two years. ago. I would agree with the metal statement. It's very metal. It oh, it's horrific. Uh, I wish I could remember what I was going to say, though. <sighs> I, and I think, okay, you. so Jesse, tell me if I'm wrong. I think if I understand your stance. Please you do, because most people can. You Okay, I, I feel like I'm, I'm better understanding uh, and conceptualizing your stance. You're saying you also don't want animals in public to be disruptive. Like chill animals, quiet animals are much better than like dogs that are just out of control. And also maybe not support turkeys <laughs> well I, yeah so the um i mean so at black acre where i go sometimes people bring a rabbit sometimes he goes to irvington he doesn't go to fountain square yeah, so people bring a rabbit and i think it's hilarious because and i want people i guess so i want the dogs to go ape shit what you the, need is the rabbit to be on the menu you need black acre needs to start selling <laughs> they, rabbit they're gonna have nuggets. a rotisserie chicken p- potentially I wonder if anybody's ever taken their emotional support turkey to thanksgiving dinner <laughs> Did you see that oh, Indiana? That's what I was going to go. Indiana Braun, uh, Senator Braun made a post today that the two turkeys that uh, Biden is pardoning are from Indiana. They're from Jasper. That's awesome. Indiana Pride. Are baby. they Amish turkeys? I can't believe that Senator Braun acknowledged that Biden's president. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I, I was here. I, I I got my train of thought real quick, and I want to finish it. I was like, I respect animals enough that, like, if I'm getting full on my plate, I will eat my animals. I I will leave everything else, and I eat. The, the thing that died for the plate. Jeremiah threw his chicken away tonight. And I don't, I will never do that. I will never do that. Like, I'll be like, no, I'm eating it or I'll take it home and I'll eat it. I will never you want to honor the sacrifice. Exactly. Respect. And I and that, would agree so on the protein level. I, I'm sure I was going to say, I respect the lot. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I but, left behind uh, half of a beer. And three chicken nuggets. Yeah, no one died for your beer. Jeremiah. Line, Two chickens. Titties were left on his plate <laughs> and a beer. It was a disgusting display of, of waste. Whatever money you have, I don't know. Of whatever <laughs> money you have, <laughs> flaunting your Henry. I know County you guys belt. both left. When I'm they say eat still the rich, I'm my beer, I'm like, this guy right. left three chicken nuggets on his plate <laughs> and a beer. I'm out, and half of a three dollar beer because I didn't want to overserve myself before I came here and had more on the show. But yeah, so anyways, I think you. I, I was going to say though, I I think there's a sensible amount of you can have animals out in public. That is not my problem. I think expecting them everywhere you go that that that. Momentum needs to stop and you should definitely never, ever, ever, ever have animals in the kitchen, like near a kitchen. 
Like that's just like if you're for preparing food for the public. Yeah. Like don't do our that. dogs know to stay the hell out of the kitchen. Yeah, I think you're not wrong. I think I, that's all. But I wish logical. that that was the 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 consensus I get. I just the, think you're hanging out in weird places, man. Well, like you need to say, get out Found Square. I, so I. No, well, but I see it's going to migrate. I say, it's to me, it's like a bubbling up of culture, and because I see Fountain Square is the tip never, of the spear. Next thing you know, it's going to be Middletown. Like tappers in in downtown Newcastle. That would be dope. Oh yeah, I love. I was just at Tappers the other day, like three nights, four nights ago. But anyway, but I was going to say. Like used to, you would hardly see people walking their dogs in Knights or Newcastle. Now you see it a lot. Zach, I'm going to bring Garth into the con- dogs it's, to me, Is that it's healthy behavior, though? I think walking a dog, like getting them fair. out of the house, is, it is fair. But the problem... But bringing them into it's, it's uh, like, B-dubs. You know? But I'm saying like it's just a symptom of like the progression no, of what society is doing. You. I mean, I... I not that everyone that's going to walk their dogs and be like, I need to bring my dog in the meat up. I'm just saying that there's going to be. Say it's something that goes even beyond pets. There's just a, a permeates. This is like, it's pops up in camping and it popped up locally where people just think that they should be able to do whatever they want to do and that the world should have to bend to them. Mm-hmm. And in, to the point that they're just rude yep. and like awful to other people. Like there was, then the city council jumped on it real quick. There was a woman that came in to the city council meeting a couple weeks ago because her neighbor, her mother's neighbor, elderly mother's neighbor, was using his backyard, which is the middle of a residential area, for practicing with his bow, with his hunting bow, and was using this woman's driveway and her property as like the backstop. So he could overshoot <laughs> and it would end up on her property. And when they <laughs> approached him and said, Hey, could you like not turn this around that. and like use his own house as the backstop. He failed to use the golden rule. He said, call the cops. Yeah. And so she came to the city council meeting and said, you know, my mom's nearly blind. There's arrows in the yard at times and they changed it. So now the guy, nobody gets to do it. I know a big thing in camping is people leave lights on and they're like, <laughs> I should be able to leave all my lights on. Hey man, the if they didn't want lights on, uh, they, they should, they should, yeah, they should. They, they wouldn't camp, build they, them on it. They should go camp somewhere else, or they they should, well, bring they your should own get, candle. Everybody should, else you know, should get blackout to, curtains, and they're like, "Well, maybe they're afraid of the dark." I'm like, "Then they're in their trailer, though." Right. And it's just like a little thing of just like I was camping. I had my lights on. I turn my lights off when I go to bed, but like I had neighbors that had a tent, so I dropped my awning. And I watched it to the point where my lights would not shine in the neighbor's tent because I'm like, I don't, I wouldn't want to do that to them, and it's just that mentality with everything where people just want to do what they want to do. And the minute you say that's kind of affecting my life a little bit and they say even nicely, the people just lose their mind. I know so the person wants to have that's their what dog. The There's people no like two way street. They want to do however they want to do it. And the minute somebody says anything, then they just scream that they're being <clears throat> discriminated against or abused or something. It's just people, just nice neighbors, just be conscientious people of other others lives and people don't want to do that. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why I say I want to bring, I would like, I've thought about like, it would be fun to just, bring, if I could get a cat that I could just carry everywhere. <laughs> to be like, would just, you though? Would you? Yes. Because you, I would do it in spite. It's Jesse, just to like watch the dogs go ape shit. And is, just be like, what is and then the cat's going to claw cat your arm off. Like. And yeah. It would be a great time. I would wear like a hawk leather glove type thing. <laughs> and they're like, why is this guy? I'm like, you think you're going to hold on to that cat? Yeah. No, yeah good luck. God bless dude. Uh, it's not going to work. <laughs> then you got a lawsuit. Potentially a raccoon. Oh oh, I would a trash panda. A yeah, I'd I would, just be I like, yeah, I've got my own panda. trash panda on a leash. <laughs> and the dogs are just going. <laughs> I'm like, shit. Why, right. is you, why is so your the dog, dog owners are not allowed to like come to. No, the point is, I, at this point, we need to let every. I'm saying if dogs are. Okay, you want them all. Other animals. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Open the floodgates. Jesse wants his pet raccoon. I want. I want to go to a zoo when I go to a brewery. Oh, you know what you need? 
Good Minnesota. I know. <laughs> I, I said it. Sorry. Jesse, you need a parrot. You need what? a parrot on your shoulder. Oh, man. For the next so years. I, you never heard the story about me and Mark. And I was telling Mark, I was like, we sh- it was like, the, it was a nicer, cool day. We could have the windows open. And I was like, I think I was like, I was like, here's what's funny, dude. I was like, we could act like we could make parrot sounds really loud and convince the neighbors that we have parrots and we don't have parrots. And if they ever came into your house, they would be like, where's the parrot? Have you ever been around parrots? No, they're going to mimic the worst noises in your life. Oh, and we, I say we, this, we were doing obnoxious <laughs> noises. No, 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 no. Let me let me give you a preview. I've lived around an African gray since I was uh, since two. Why does it have to be African? Uh, Why is that that is gray? how he identifies. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and also his species with fine. I bought him at Walmart. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no, Arkansas. So my the parrot that uh, my mom's parrot. His favorite noise is our fire alarm. And when I call my mom, she's on speaker and I'm on speaker in my car. Sally's Sally's listening and she's going to, yeah. It's the worst noise. It it literally, it it taps into, I'm very sound sensitive since I had a concussion a few years ago and it literally causes brain pain. So they've picked the worst. Some, they can be charming. They could also pick the worst noises in your life and then mimic them at the worst times and torture you. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, we (laughs) they're the smartest animal in the world. African greys are the smartest animal in the world. They have the intelligence of a five-year-old and they're, uh, they can be emotional terrorists, but they're also charming. It's both the, uh, when we were making the noises, I was like, Mark, give us one of your, yeah, we were like doing like, I was like, you could just make them because if you've ever been on mass Ave, by the shoe store. He's I forget 30. the name of the shoe store, but there's a, a shoe store. Mass. There's Ave, a cobbler they, on the South end of mass. Ave. And they have a parrot that the guy will wheel out and it just sits there. And so you could be at your restaurant and it's almost as annoying as if a yappy dog or something else is out there or just public. And it's just going ape shit. Like rah, rah. you're like, do take your bird inside. That thing is annoying as hell. Why do you have it outside? And you're like, but it just sits there and just makes the obnoxious noise. And people are like, and the people are like, oh my God, walking but by. But it's on their property. Mark, they don't Mark, care. I need, you to unplug, I need you to unplug the Jesse vending machine so we can talk about <laughs> I know, we need for to a while until I get my quarterback. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. We're done with the pet talk. Mark, I love animals. <laughs> I am I not going to follow anything that was just talked about with artwork. I'm just saying. You've got an Etsy page. Yes. People are Christmas shopping. You're, yeah. you're 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 the art you're our art expert. You you can there are commissioned Mark Fultz paintings out there now. They are you, you, there are uh, Mark or Mark. I don't think you're using the right term. It's Mark or Mark or Mark Fultz. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mark or Mark or Mark Fultz. Mark, uh, it's a it's a one in the, in the show <laughs> notes. There's a link Merker. to your Etsy page to the Mark or Mark okay. Etsy page. I'm sporting the Mark or Mark logo on the uh, on the laptop it has been, has been on there since your last appearance on the show i see you we show you off we're very proud i appreciate you uh i will say it's not it, it, all art pieces are not for everybody <laughs> no no <laughs> there's, i've toned there's, down lately there's some a little it's bit fine. more edgy. you literally drew a naked woman yes like three days ago yeah a big ass naked <laughs> chick i don't know about flaming down. i sent it to zach and i said if you're not done with your Christmas shopping yet, Zach, <laughs> this is what this is what Mark has to offer. <laughs> but but you do have some up. you do have some. I I'm sure you'll do some custom stuff if people I can ask do for some it. More tasteful things for sure. But if you if somebody wants their dead cat painted, I I thought about doing Loki, but Riddle <laughs> has not hit me up yet on the Loki. Uh, a good friend would have just, I just done it. Up you know, your Etsy oh, and I'm okay. a little weirded out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry about you. <laughs> 
there's there there's a lot of stuff out there, but you do have a Grinch one that I thought would be great to highlight for Christmas. Great, thank you. I've got a ton. I've got like <laughs> wow. Which one is making? I know. You do these I will not describe it to you. <laughs> Can you show us? I'll just tell you the Rim Reaper. No comment. Uh, okay. <laughs> if you haven't seen the Rim Reaper, that's probably the one. That's, oh, I was expecting like, oh, this is probably cutesy Christmas artwork. Oh, but it is. Some of it is. You just got to go further, and then you're like, oh, very shit. troubling. Right. You have to go through like the adult neighborhood. Oh, Tiger King. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Real yeah, it I is. Got, a, I will say, Rim Reaper is the hot seller. So if you're interested. He's been, I, I'm not. Been, they've been selling like so, but you know what we're talking about. I do. Okay, because <laughs> yeah. that is selling like hotcakes. It right is now. not. Oh yes, I it is. S- no, I swear. It, how did you sell like last weekend, dude? I or two sold, weekends ago. I sl- Seriously, all right. Like two, maybe three weeks ago, I sold probably three hundred dollars worth <laughs> of stickers of Rim Reaper alone. Yeah. And I'm not exaggerating. These are like, the people I, I that are telling Zach a, to fuck off I, with their lights. I, 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 I had a couple like loose like stickers in between there, but seriously, like it was nonstop. And like to make the joke, how did these people find it? Like, I, I know like you put on, you put on like, the marketplace, like your listeners, Halloween. Like, like the description is called Rim Reaper. Like you can use your imagination of Rim what it is. And a Reaper. Yes. And a tongue. You can see it at Merkel Mark. <clears throat> At my marker at Etsy at marker mark, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever it's it's absurd. It's it is ridiculous. But seriously, like I don't know what like the hot girl got shit put in. one is the one that I sent to Zach. Yeah, the hot girl shit was pretty fun too. I think like what was exciting about that is like the stupid photo I took to post to social media with the hot girl shit because <laughs> like it is a large painting. It's five. It's like five by three. Maybe I don't five know. Foot by three foot. Yeah. Five foot by three. Oh, that's foot. a huge fight. That's it's a, huge a big, fight. it's a big piece, but it's like a small, like tiny, like flash drawing piece. And like, I did it pretty quickly, but it's, I don't know. You have it's, one that's a chainsaw that just says anxious. Is that just, that's the Jesse Brittle collection. No, that's like, that's, so there's that's, actually that's, meaning behind Mark that. Mark is like, very anxious. I'm very anxious. <laughs> so that's why I made that. I was I like, am. so what's like very, like, I was thinking like when I made that at the time, like two years ago, what I was like, like, feel like, what's something anxious? that made, like, I was thinking like Limp Biscuit at the time, like the chainsaw, what, whatever, if yeah, anybody even stuff, remembers break that, stuff. break stuff. Off of, yes. Uh, and I was like a, a motherfucking chainsaw, what? I was like, all right, I'm going to like, that makes sense to me. So I'm going to throw like anxious, like, like as a silhouette in a chainsaw vector. It just made sense. I don't know. I have no idea how your brain works, man. I I love it. It's, it's out there. So the point of the matter is, is like, yeah, there's like, there's some like pretty distasteful art, but there's also like, some tasteful art too, like what I've been working on and, the, uh, and been I, putting out. Have you is, seen the Rim Reaper? Have you sold out, Mark? And you haven't read up on the? You probably need to. Dude, I know. It's it's like first, it's the back first to what thing I, in the store. <laughs> when I, well, I said store. I made like a few hundred dollars a couple weeks ago, I literally had to re up on the supply I had, and I'm almost down and out. I don't see the Christmas stuff coming up. That's my problem. Is, is this? That the, yeah. The, is this your B Arthur shirt, or is that just showing me something else? B Arthur. When you, you, look, show, look yeah. here, I'm on his page, and there's a BR. Well, it's, I think the search was for that. that that's so, from David like, Trending Gift. So the, the but the, there, yeah, there's somebody that has one that's a B a B Arthur. That, <laughs> that appeals to me maybe more what than some that? of your other art. Talking about still, like the Christmas stuff is like it's been recent. Like there's like probably four or five. It's under the originals tab. It's like, there's a handful. There, I've probably done like three or four Grinches. Um, I just. It's not even up yet, but it will be like probably tomorrow. A Charlie Brown one. Um, 
Uh, Jack Skellington as Santa Claus from Nightmare Before Christmas. I mean, I don't know. Like, I like I really got into a a habit of making Halloween stuff because it was like in my wheelhouse of making like horror and dark and just obscure art. So I was like, all right, that's came and went. The hype is done. So now I need to like get in on the. We're on to the next holiday. Yeah, no Thanksgiving pieces for some reason. But no, no, like I feel like you can have a lot of fun because dead turkeys. Sounds like you just went with. Sounds like you went with corporate America on this one. I did sold out. No, I did. You know why? Because like heard it here first. Mark Mark sold out. You don't decorate like for Thanksgiving. If you do, then because nobody's making Thanksgiving because it's it's Halloween and then I wanted you to do the hand turkey. You should have done a hand turkey, but you should have made it like metal. Make it metal. You should have made like a limb cut off, and it was like people shove like turkey feathers and shit in it. Hey, you know what? You can do a custom commission piece right here. I'm not. But you won't do it. Not doing it. Because people don't buy <laughs> custom Thanksgiving art pieces. <laughs> like, uh, but you, uh, you I, might. I'm going to raise. I'm going to raise my hand and let you answer a stupid question because I'm getting ready to ask it. There's no stupid questions on. What is a cr- What people. is a Krampus? You don't really know. Krampus. Krampus. Yeah. yeah. Krampus. Krampus is the like alter. Ego of, of Santa Claus. Yes, exactly. Isn't it like a German like version of yes. like your bad kid? Like Krampus comes to get you kind like, of thing. It dates back like pretty much there's like a Dwight thing on the Office. Yes, there's like, a very dark, like pre-Christian, and- like folklore. I would say maybe. Uh, yeah. So essentially, it's um, picture like a demon or the devil with a knapsack and chains and a wh- and or a whip depending on what area of history you dabble in that comes and punishes bad children around Christmas time. Instead of giving them presents, he pretty much terrorizes children, <laughs> which I love that because I don't like kids and that's hilarious to me. It's uh, it sounds like a <clears throat> metaphor for the government at this point, but so hey, you, use you're, your imagination. You're putting new art all, all the time. All the time, and uh, you're available for custom stuff. So if if you want something that's toned down and you know has the family dog, so yeah, I know and we're talking about it together. Rim Reaper, has portraits, Krampus. dogs. I, I I seriously do pet portraits, dog portraits, animal portraits. Can you draw my dead? And there, yes, I could. Bag. If you give me if you give me a decent photo of just your this, dead cat, right there. <laughs> <laughs> let me just draw the crown royal bag real quick. But no, I can do more tasteful stuff instead of demonic children tormenting demons that's i can i can tone it down you've got range i've got range (laughs) like i that's just what i'm into so i'm gonna play into what i'm into but i can i can tone it back you still doing black market tattoos um no no (laughs) (laughs) could you tattoo jesse using the ashes of his dead cat i (laughs) no but i know that's a thing too back to like that like that is a thing that's that is weird dude people are crazy i just don't know how they would react i don't you know what last time i the first time i heard about people doing anything with the ashes was how high they we're like trying to study for something and they put like the founding father's ashes in a weed plant and when they were smoking and like talked to Thomas oh, Jefferson. I remember this loosely. That was pretty crazy. All There's right. always the guy who's uh the guy they think that Jack Sparrow's the character Jack Sparrow is based off of for the movie. Um the rock and roll guy. Uh, uh, the, who, oh, Keith rumor, Richards. Yeah, who yeah. who's rumored to have snorted his dead father's ashes, I believe. He says he didn't, but 
Well, that's what they end up doing in How High. He puts his dead friend in there, and they smokes him so he can talk to him. It was a very terrible movie. So Thanksgiving is coming up. This is our last episode <laughs> before Thanksgiving, before we gather with the families. I wanted to I wanted to talk about the holiday because this is this is secretly I think or the down low favorite holiday for me. You get, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, is. yeah. I wouldn't be able to down low for you or everyone. It, like uh, uh, for me, it's it's sneaky as the best holiday on the calendar. It's, it's far superior. I would argue Christmas it is. To me. Yeah, because it's it's less commitment. You don't have all the gifts to get. It's on a Thursday, so if you have a normal nine to five job, you've got a four day weekend. Built in, you got football all day on Thursday. Unless if you're you into retail. that sort of a thing, like Betsy and I are. That's why I said if you have a normal nine to five, if you retail, then yeah, it's not uh, not nearly as uh, as. It's a terrible. It's a terrible holiday, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's and it's coming. ultimately. Ter- I've been there. It sucks really bad. Dead it's for actually like ten years. At least the retail years. side's getting better. There's no inventory what? now. Well, so what are, the hell's the point I mean, of being open? Say, the business has finally started to like push back a back bit. off from like the from well, Black Friday rolling. Like into dinner time for Thanksgiving, which yeah. was insane. That was people being inconsiderate again. I'm a big fan of like <laughs> Leif Erickson Day. You know, just, he's just a born kind of <laughs> contrarian. <laughs> born contrarian. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> I I really like Thanksgiving, and I would say Fourth of July is number one, not just for patriotism, but it's summer fireworks. Everybody's involved. It's just a good time. But like, I like Thanksgiving because it includes everybody, and like. Uh, it's not a religious holiday. Per it's se. not, and I, and I love the I, I love Christmas too. Right. Like Christmas is very important to my family and, and in my faith and all of it. But like Thanksgiving is everybody. It's great food. It's fo- it's usually crappy football. Let's be real, Lions. But like, no, um, they're gonna real, they're gonna win this week. <laughs> you know, but it, it, is it always the Lions? The Lions, the Lions and Cowboys always play, and then there's a third game where somebody yeah. else plays. But Why it's is it always but, them because uh, they're yeah they've been around forever and they've just they've had the Thanksgiving. It's like taking your hat forever. off in a building. It's the same thing. It's just always the Honestly, Lions. And the Lions are always shitty. Just doesn't make any sense. People just do it. Cowboys are decent okay. this year. Mm-hmm. And then there's, 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 there's usually know. a third game. And the food is bomb. Like it's just, yeah. it's just, it's just a nice, it, the there's no, you're really. right. There's no pressure for gifts. It's just hanging out with people you care about and eating a lot of food and betting on football. I, guess. I was going to say, I definitely see more of my family on Thanksgiving than I do on Christmas. Yes. Is it, is Christmas it is far more intimate as far as like, as family is concerned. Like it's like the most closest of the family versus like cousins and stuff. I see way my cousins and everything on uh, during Thanksgiving, not necessarily on Christmas Day. At this More season of my life, it's become a travel. We we, we have this will be the second or third year we've done it in Atlanta. So we have to travel down on the Wednesday for Thanksgiving before, for Thanksgiving, and that's, that's it's nice well, that's for the four day deal holiday. Well, but it's a he's like you know, there's no commitment. We just have to go question. to Atlanta. I just Is have that to Atlanta, drive Indiana. Uh, Georgia. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Georgia. Dumb question. I it's, and, and the day before Thanksgiving is the busiest travel day of the year. Historically, right. that's the day, you know, the airports are busiest that their interstates are, are the most full where people are on the road. Biggest night in the bars too. Yeah. And that's, um, that's the yeah, other big thing is that everybody's come back to their hometown and it's when you, it's when you find out, you know, the, the people you haven't seen in 15 to 20 jacket. years, they're in Craig and Ashley are no longer together. They're, they're down at the, the market. They're down to the town tavern and you, you see how, the how they all worked out. Craig the dog. <laughs> Ashley the cat, they're available. <laughs> Zach, I know your favorite holiday is you know Easter. Memorial Day, obviously, oh. but Actually, that's actually worn out and recovering on Memorial Day. <laughs> but leading up to it, yeah. but the, I mean that's a that's big because of where it is on the calendar, yeah. right? For the I, tradition I like of the eighty five hundred, it's I'm bummed that it's being uh, overrun by like. By Christmas. It's yes. being pushed out. I, I'm a Halloween baby. That's my birthday. 
and is kicking off the holidays now, which is disturbing. That it's like it, it. I find ironic in a very American way that we're going to skip right past the holiday that we're thankful for anything and skipping right to the one that's the most commercialized. Just go out and spend as much money as possible. Like I see how much, especially with every, Black Friday, every year I see like the, the, they release the, the average family spends this much money on Christmas, and I am like, who? <laughs> are these people because it's like it's like thousands of dollars they're Look. my neighbors who shot fireworks off for 30 days Jeez, just for christmas in 2020 no it was i mean 30 days i meant to say 30 months for july 4th starting in you know I, zach, to, start. zach to your point i'm kind of hoping that and the supply chain crisis is real and i was at kroger today and i was looking and i was in the pop aisle soda aisle whatever pop we're in Indiana, it's pop. And like it there was like no Coke, there's no Pepsi, like there's nothing diet. Like all over Kroger, there were like gaps in the store. It's Good. scary. And that's just the grocery. Like it's it's all over. Um there's- I guess I, I'm thinking like people are not gonna have so many gifts to purchase for Christmas. So I'm kind of hoping it makes us re-examine our values and say, okay, what is Christmas actually about? Is it about like freaking gifts? Well, or if you go about- back to Patreon, there well, is sounds like a, a good 2020. Adult workbench well, like, we discussed. I, I just think maybe That's we need to re-examine way. like the commercial commercialism of it and say, no, this is the holiday is supposed to be this. So maybe we should re-examine our values there. Yeah. I think this what this smells like is a good opportunity for arbitrage. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to be buying this Pepsi so I can flip it on that black market <laughs> for five bucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I I'm got looking. a two liter. I know it's a dollar, but I'm asking. For I was 10. just at Walmart before we met up for dinner and. <laughs> There's apparently a shortage of ice trays too, because I couldn't find them in the dollar store yesterday. Ice and trays, that, yeah, I couldn't find them in Walmart today either. Not kidding. Also, there was a shortage. Four. I bought two. That's there the was most 1995 shortage I've ever heard of. <laughs> I, I swear, Guys, we can't I, was make like, ice. I was in Walmart looking for lights and ice trays. Today. I'm like, this is thirty. This sucks. It, it was hard the last couple weeks camping to find bagged ice at times. Yeah, I we remember back We'd have to go like the, three or four. Just go outside. It's cold. Deep to get. No, but this was like this July. Mid, this was like mid October. <laughs> Last week. Oh, and October. we'd have to go like three or four gas stations to find one that had ice. Yeah, was, I remember the ice shortage has been real for like months. I was I was talking about the Panama Canal being clogged up last week, and everybody made fun of me. But here we are talking about shortages this week. I, uh, I feel vindicated. Haven't, I haven't felt a single shortage. So I drink local beer. I eat, try to eat local. It's fun. We're still a shortage of uh, PS5s. Pretty disappointing. This is about from it. Beckenridge. This is this, <laughs> this is a Colorado beer. This come from China, bro. It comes across on a train. All right. Any more? Anything else on Thanksgiving? We're going to move on to final thoughts. The football. Or food. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, you got the big food. Well, I, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite dish on Thanksgiving? Ooh. This is controversial. Well, that's why I brought it up. I'm on the show. That's what I do. It's a good question. I it like. Is, I mean, it's a great question. <laughs> yeah. It's also controversial. This is That's controversial. Why it's a great question. The answer I'm getting to give Facebook is going to cause. Be like, send this it, shit it, to the top. It's going to tell people that I'm an idiot. I really like, and Corn. I have since I was a kid. <laughs> I really like the canned cranberry jelly. Okay, we are judging you. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I know. have no I think idea you what were this right. is. I, think I have no idea I, what I, this is. I've never eaten that. Uh, my family oh, yeah. doesn't I, do I loved shit. it when I was or seven, like and I would stuff. still, even if it was sitting there now, I would probably get a little bit and have it. But it is not the stuff, not the, you know, the stuff your grandmother spent hours making. I don't want that labor of love. 
I want the crap that still has the that is shaped like the can. But you're Care. supporting you're supporting the American worker, and I appreciate that. <laughs> That's it's a great spin. It's in a ball <laughs> aluminum can. <laughs> my God. That was a lifeline. <laughs> yeah. you know? So I said it's embarrassing, but I also like a really good stuffing. But the, the but my go to immediately would be I've not had either one of these two things. You've never had good stuffing. Really no, good stuffing. It looks atrocious, man. <laughs> It yeah, looks I like something I that I didn't eat, but may have re- got rid of at some time for myself. <laughs> so I'm like, not eating that. I literally can't even think of like not the oyster really stuffing. That shit is disgusting. When yeah. they put the oyster oh. juice in stuffing, that's nasty. I, that's that's a thing foul somewhere. seafood. I've learned about this somewhere. Yeah, I had it that this Maybe Thanksgiving that I'm going to go to yeah, next you, week. That you're the one yeah. told me about this. Disgusting. Yeah. But that, but the real and you, you can't tell the difference. You might accidentally get the oyster stuffing. You might get the good stuff. You need to tell them be like put an oyster logo. <laughs> there on needs this. to be <laughs> a warning label. You tell them I'm to tell Mark going. and commission some oyster logos. And they oh can put no! It on stuff. I know where that's going. <laughs> oh. Going through hey, the I line, just told you I could smelling tone it down if it for smells you. like fish. Jesse, favorite. Uh, so I don't enjoy turkey. Uh, cause most people overcook it. So Turkey that. is the very least important thing in the Thanksgiving. I, I, I'm a deal. big ham guy. Same. I love ham. I love ham on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yep. And, uh, my mom, if she's, cause you hate the, pigs, if she's in the moon, <laughs> mood, service pigs, she <laughs> makes noodles from scratch. And so she'll make like homemade, like, uh, like noodle, like, uh, I don't yep. know what kind of noodles, white I noodles. Know. Yeah. But, um, those are pretty fire. And then I uh, just need to mix that with some corn and stuff. It's pretty good. It's, but that's like, that's nostalgic. That's what it's always been for me. There's nothing. I said, we don't do cranberry fruitcakes or anything. We've never done anything weird. Um, just some ham and some noodles, mashed potatoes. I think the cranberry thing's a North Northeast deal. I think that's more of a Northeast than that is Midwestern, uh, but like it's the memories you have when you were six or seven. I think people okay. in Florida. Well, like I see it. In, I was going to say, I see it in like movies. I'm Everybody like, from New York, where my family's from originally, moves to Florida, so it's, it carries down there. So you're from New York and Atlanta, and Sarah's family's from Atlanta. Oh. My mother is from Rapid City, South Dakota. My dad's from Messina, New York, and we live in. We are all in Central Indiana. Doesn't make any sense. It's a it's a nightmare. My parents oh, got married in Oklahoma. Welcome. We are. We've got the country covered. <laughs> Oklahoma, do you know cabbage is illegal? <laughs> Mark, we have a story to tell you. I like how Betsy's taking charge of the podcast, but oh, I, I didn't mean Betsy's, to. But Betsy's, I, Betsy's no, well seasoned. Yeah, she's. Uh, kind of, she's like, I I, got this is like my seventh season. Mark, favorite Thanksgiving dish? Go. Uh, favorite? Honestly, like favorite? It, no, like I really, I've I've thought about this. I really don't. I know my mom's a her hand. You don't want to commit. <laughs> no, I, I really don't have like his girlfriend Krenzy would of. say he doesn't like to commit. Either. What do you get every time you like, go though? Like what? Do it's you always get? the same shit. It's like turkey, ham, you know, like mashed potatoes. But do you like stuffing. one more than the others? Mashed potatoes. I All right, mean, that's ham. Okay. But like again, back to what Jeremiah said. Like I don't give. I don't like. I don't really care for turkey. Like if turkey it's, sucks. It does suck. It's always dry. I don't want to eat that. Right. No. All right. We're going to douse it with like gravy and I just don't want to eat that. I've taken charge and thank you for letting me do it. We're going to go to Zach. Zach, what's your favorite? Two things. Childhood thing with my uh, grandmother used to make some like sweet yeast rolls that were amazing. But now somebody makes a sweet potato casserole that's got, I think it's got like chopped up pecans in it and enough brown sugar that it should be considered a dessert. That sounds great. That's a fair answer. All right. And my answer is. Uh, mashed potatoes and also my mom and it, this is an old family recipe makes homemade noodles that are to die for and so i love those together and i usually I have, have a pe- noodle off yes oh, oh well my cards. family's gonna win like a chicken and, and, and peas and oh. and my mom is for the second year in a row is not gonna make a turkey she's gonna make a chicken and there's not a lot chicken. of us so way better like a roasted chicken versus a roasted turkey 
chicken the chicken is superior. Right, right, right. You so, can do way more with it. Yeah, it's not as gamey. Like and maybe kind of gamey. I'm sh- maybe people will not vote for me now because I said we're gonna have chicken <laughs> instead of turkey on Thanksgiving. But I, and I'm gonna go to like uh, my partner's family. Like they will have they'll have ham and turkey, and I'll eat both, and that's fine. But at the Mills household, we're gonna have a chicken, and I'm really amped. Yeah, that's awesome. Right. I like that Tossing more people do more do noodles. So wait, hold up, we gotta hold up, hold hold up, hold up. I think I so I'm, as I'm thinking about this, there are, on this podcast. <laughs> there are there are regional foods that you have so that the chicken and noodles thing or the noodles so is no very much in, in the noodles. Yeah, that's why I asked. The, the like, you guys keep talking about Hoosier, noodles, and I'm like, thing. I'm kind of like, really? So in Atlanta, I've thing? had collard greens. He's from Indiana. At Thanksgiving, but you guys are from Ohio. Part of you. Most of my family is from Ohio, and that's where I frequent. That's where, that's where the fun. Honestly, that recipe comes from Ohio too, Northwest Ohio. Finley. What just noodles? Like, the, like my mom's family's from Finley, Ohio. So okay. it's not just noodles. I do believe there's broth added, right? Like, well, when you keep saying noodles, oh, like yeah. I'm thinking of like chicken and noodles, and I know that like it's not is chicken a and noodles. dish it's that comes noodles. around on Thanksgiving. I'm like, no, nope. but that's like a whole. There's no. I feel chicken. like that's like a main entree versus like the turkey and like the ham that gets brought. I'm like, think I'm of gonna, it as like noodles tur- in like a sauce, and you throw it on your mashed potatoes, and yeah. it's, it's fly. It's so good. Yeah, I put noodles and mashed potatoes. Yes, yeah. Yeah, oh, Dude, guys, you're I'm coming. Not, I'm not, you're no, coming to my house on Thanksgiving. I'm on my way. Fultz has never done no, fat I'm, kid shit, and I can, I can see it. <laughs> I was gonna say, all of a sudden, we know why he weighs 102 pounds. Yeah, you've got some good sweet corn. Just yes. get the sweet corn in there too. Yes, yes. I like some sweet corn. I know yes. about like some sour sweet corn. All of this stuff goes together, and you just—I don't know why we don't all. Everybody does it. I'm like, why don't we just all put it in a pot together, and then we don't have to mix it at a table. Oh, it would be amazing. gross. Yeah, you mix all really that stuff. Well, that's together. what the Thanksgiving is. Like everything touches everything. It just becomes it, one Thanksgiving day. is like noodles. ten different I don't sides. Know. I want to know what you're doing if you don't have noodles. You're just eating dry, dry ham and dry turkey. I don't no, really I'm like not eating. I'm not eating the turkey. There's gravy over it, man. Yeah. Just what kind I'm gonna of eat? I'm gonna eat the ham versus like if there's ham available versus turkey. I am going straight for the ham, and I'm gonna like honestly like and if the ham sucks, I'm just gonna play in the sides. Have you ever because had the ham sides gravy? are always good? Have you ever had ham gravy? Ham and gravy, ham gravy, like gravy like a black uh, black. Uh, um, I don't think so. It's really well, good. I really don't. Red eye gravy. No, I know. I mean, like literally gravy, gravy from the ham. Okay, yeah. mm, I've had it. No. It's good. I don't know if they, I just got it from the thing that was made in. I don't know. It, I just feel like yeah. like Thanksgiving to me is like <laughs> it's like, nothing but sides for me. Right. And that's, it's like yeah. And like honestly, I'll get hungry and I want to go eat something else later, and not like everything I just ate. The sleeper pick is the uh, chocolate pecan pie. I don't eat. Dessert, I mean, there's that so. too. Like yeah. my uncle makes like a crazy like chocolate pie, but like I'm not crazy on sweets either. I'm not a sweets me. fan. So, but I will say you're coming to my house on Thanksgiving, and we're well, great because I'm a block and a half away. <laughs> I know, and uh, well, my mom's house, well, yeah. and <laughs> not my house. Uh, <laughs> it's just him and Loki. <laughs> no one's going to sit. It. It's just going to be you and Loki hanging out. <laughs> I might bring Loki for Thanksgiving. Oh Who my knows? God. Oh but <laughs> service, service cat. But anyways, cat. <laughs> but anyway, the, the noodle thing, yeah, you need to experience the noodle. The noodle thing's dope. If they're made fresh, well, if they're made from scratch within like a couple of days, they're pretty fire. All right. We need to move into final thoughts. We don't have to. Dakota has been sleeping at <laughs> home for two runs. hours at this point. And he would never put noodles in his and, body and, right and now. He would just he would be never stroking out that were this far into the show. He may have bought that table for Patreon for his anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Please subscribe oh. to the Patreon to understand what the hell we're talking about. Zach Burcham, you got final thoughts for me? Anything we need to clean up? Anything we've forgotten? Oh, I want to clean up. This is like the longest show since like Travis Wyke was here. So, um, so it feels like it's to, been forever. To, 
do a little community plugs as well. Here next week, Newcastle starts our um, Christmas festivities this weekend. Um, so it's not even for next week. So the parade is on Saturday. And so to give uh, all the hard work, I bet that Carrie Barrett and all the her people have been doing, um, their parade's going to be at 4 o'clock. There's a festival that's going to be going from like 11 to 4, and there's even going to be like a concert, uh, 1 o'clock Island Breeze, which doesn't sound festive, but sounds like it could warm us up. But Zach, why is that thing in front of your face again? I don't know because I'm unhooked because you're unhooked back there, in the other mic. Listen, to that sexy. That dude. actually sounds better. But the uh, so yeah, the, pr- <laughs> All the, the final four o'clock and run to Baker Park <laughs> to downtown um, and check all the check all the holiday festivities downtown. Will be it sounds like it'll be pretty busy on Saturday. So there that, and then if you need beef, go to L and K. Betsy. Wow. Um, I'm really glad that council got out early. Sometimes we go for hours and hours. This was a short meeting and I'm really glad that I texted you. I was driving by. I was like, oh, they're in studio. I'll just see what's up. And I really thought I was going to crash out there and just watch because I haven't been in here in a while. But No, we were wrapping up Patreon. Uh, you just want to crash and watch. I think you can not even ask. You just walk in. I know. I know. But You, you have know. open door privileges. Thank just you. like when you're in the state house. I'm just coming in. That's right. That's right. right. Um, no, it's it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> She's uh, going to have my picture I, up. I think, they don't I, let this I, guy through. Uh, <laughs> you guys are always a blast. And uh no, it's, I'm really excited about my campaign, uh, Facebook backslash Betsy for Indiana, website up soon, BetsyForIndiana.com. Um, we've been working really, really hard since maps dropped in September to lay groundwork. I didn't even know if I was going to have a, a spot to run for, you know, because you don't know where you're going to be districted. I thought, oh, they might put me in Muncie because I li- literally live on the county line. Um, we're just really, really excited. And the support I've received so far from members of the community that uh, we all know and respect, I'm just really, really honored by it. So um, I, if anybody wants any information, let me know. I'm excited. I'm motivated. I'm going to be hitting doors like crazy. I'm going to be making calls to... Uh, I'm going to earn it. So I'm going to wear out some shoes. I'm pumped. We're glad. Uh, we're glad you're in the race. It's going to be, it's going to be fun to, uh, to follow from, uh, from the beginning to the, uh, the end of the process. And uh, I, I got a feeling there's a good chance. Probably going to be going through November of next year to follow the whole story. We'll see. Fingers crossed. We're going to be boss. is going to be like uh, HBO with the Colts. We're just going to follow until, hard knocks. until the end. Yeah. We're going to be like hard knocks with the Colts. We're going to go until the season's over. All right. I'm Fol- in. following the Betsy. Trail. You're always welcome. Mark. What else do we need to know? Anything we've forgotten? Anything you want to plug? Um, no, other than I can toe down my arm <laughs> for a specific <laughs> request other than dead chicks and just macabre art. <laughs> I can do your macabre. pet. So, yeah, that's all I got. All right. It's a uh, check out Merker Mark on the uh, on the Etsy. <laughs> Jesse Riddle, my, my guy. I don't have anything. <laughs> we've had a deep episode. I've been rewatching been Seinfeld. Good. In honor of I, you. I will probably It's on I'm, Netflix. Have you been I'm are, not going to watch the the Netflix version. You want oh. the commercials? No, it's cropped. <laughs> it, no, it's, cro- it's cropped. What? It's cropped. What's cropped? So they they took the 4-3 ratio and made it 16-9 and they've been cutting out it's so like the pothole episode, you don't even see the pothole. Like it's where he like loses his like watch or whatever it is. Okay. Right? Yeah. So they, they've, they've stretched 14, uh, sorry, four, three and the 16 and, by nine. 16 by nine. And so now you're losing content. How did you watch it all the first time? Hulu. Okay. <clears throat> and Hulu didn't, they didn't do that. So it's, uh, you know, I, I, Hannah has been getting on it and she finds it funny. I'm like, good. It's a funny show. I need to get Mark to and Mark has Netflix. You should just, it's timeless. Okay, you should, you can watch it without it. If you're a purist, you don't want to watch it with a craft. Or but <laughs> you're such a, <laughs> such a, a I went yeah, from yeah. a, I went from a Seinfeld hater to I, like, look, I'm not going to watch it crop. This is garbage. You <laughs> hated Seinfeld for our entire friendship. And then two years ago, you're like, 
damn, this thing's actually funny. Yeah. I think no, you finally got to the is. age they are in Seinfeld. They're all 35 to 45. And once you hit that age, you're like, oh, I get it now. Well, I, well, I still got a few years, so I'm going to hold out. <sighs> you held out. You hold out on everything I say is good. And then you watch <laughs> it and you go, this is really fucking good. I go, <laughs> when the time's right. I know. <laughs> like forever, like the office, he's like, eh, it looks boring. It looks boring. But you're like eight years older than me, so it's fine. This is true. Well, anyways, did you graduate or drop out from high school, Mark? <laughs> no, wow. In 08 from Rushville. I don't want to assume anything. No. Uh, 2008? 2008. So we're seven years apart. Jesse's 06, yep. right? 04. 04. Oh, damn. We are, you are like halfway. So he's an entire like high school yeah. generation. Correct. Which is hilarious to me. But yeah, uh, no final thoughts. Just, uh, uh, you know, if you're suffering with mental health, you should probably... If you don't see a therapist, consider getting one. <laughs> with that, we'll leave it. There. That's a good thing. <laughs> enjoy you your Thanksgiving. You That's a serious fucking thing. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. This has been incredible. Thank what you was for your final thought? I, I was about Seinfeld. I wanted to talk. I just oh. wanted to see what you thought, and I knew I'd get something out of you again. I always right. do. Thanks for letting me crash. You put a quarter in. You get. That's some, it. It's you, been good to see you. Yeah. Likewise. We will see you guys in two weeks.